In this episode, we are once again joined by my brother Dave, and we are counting down our Fab 15 Disney Pixar movies. We're gonna get some emails on this one. I'm your host, Eric Brink, and you are listening to Empty Checking. Checkmates, it's your old Uncle Derek coming to you from slightly too warm for this time of year, St. Louis, Missouri. Joined as always, not as always, joined as always in these episodes by my brother Dave Brink. Hello. Hi. hi. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times when we do these, I, for some reason, talk for a little bit longer than is necessary when I already said in the intro that you're here. Uh, before I say, and by the way, Dave's here. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, they need to be reminded. Some people maybe have missed that little part. They were, you know, getting a snack or something. I mean, they were getting a snack during the intro. They pressed play and immediately got a snack. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, but yeah, we're we're here. We're we're going to do a Fab 15 for you. It's uh, uh, I always enjoy the Fab 15 episodes. I've been looking forward to this one for a little while. We're doing our Fab 15 uh, Disney Pixar movies. We'll get into that a little bit further here in a minute, but I've, I've been looking forward to this one, partially because it was my idea, uh, but just, you know, I just, I, I think this is going to be fun. Uh, before we get into all that, let me just tell you about the websites and stuff that you can go to if you want to go to websites, if you're one of those people that has the internet and goes to websites. Uh, Dave, over here, has a blog that you can check out, Mondaves with Dave. Is that the name of it, is it or just Mondaves? Uh, it's Mondaves, but it might... It, you, I think at one point it did say Mondaves with Dave Brink, but... Yeah. I, I think mean, it's just Monday. I haven't looked uh, at I haven't looked at the header for a long time. Yeah, I should probably go and do that. It's fine. He's over at davidbrink.home.blog. Check out his uh, 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 rantings. They're not really rantings. No, it's just completely ramblings. random. It's yeah. ramblings. Yeah, it's whatever topic I feel like writing about that day, and it's sometimes it's connected to other things. Sometimes it's not. So yeah, know. yeah. So davidbrink.home.blog. Davidbrink.home.blog. Yeah. Uh, the show is uh, has a companion blog that there are often pictures and other write-ups on, although the Fab 15, there's usually not a lot of pictures because, spoilers, but uh, the show does have a companion blog over at emptychecking.blogspot.com. It's hosted at emptychecking.podbean.com. It's available on all of the apps, including the one that you're listening to it on now. If it's not on your app of choice, please let me know and I will get it there. If you want to know more about me and my music career in particular, go on over to derekbrink.com. And speaking of my music career, if you want to take home any of the music that you hear in, in this uh, podcast, you can do that over at derekbrink.bandcamp.com, and you can do that for absolutely free. Just enter zero as your purchase price. I don't collect your email address. I won't even know that you took it. I would just love it if you loved it. And it, when you inevitably want to email the show to express your discontent with the list that we made, you can do that at db at derekbrink.com. Those are my initials, db at derekbrink.com. And I reply to everybody who is not mean to me in the email. Uh, we did actually get an email uh, about the last Fab 15. I probably should have forwarded to you, and I didn't. Mm. Uh, it was somebody who was... Uh, they, uh, they were polite about it, but they were emphatic that you should have pushed back on me for having my number one cover song be Jimi Hendrix's National Anthem, or Star-Spangled Banner. 
because by your rules, it was a, a cover song that people might not know as a cover song, and nobody thinks Jimi Hendrix wrote the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> so, okay, that's fair. Yeah. So I did get that. And I said, oh, I, 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 my response to them was, I agree with you. <laughs> like, you're, yeah, I expected you know, them to push um, back on that. <laughs> what people don't always realize is that these sometimes go late. Mm. You know, because we cut stuff out. Yeah. As long as they are. And, you know, occasionally there's stoppages. And sometimes I'm just tired. And it's like, yeah, yeah fine. Whatever. What's not Sure, that's fine. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> But yeah, now that you mentioned that, that's probably true, but it's fine. You know, it's it's in the past. It is. And that's the thing, is these lists, if you did them a week later, they'd all be different. Absolutely. So, you know, but okay, yeah, fair yeah. criticism from whoever that was from. That's fair. Yeah, that's, I don't, I, I I don't ex- remember I accept name. that. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I think it was more about, I think I think they were madder at me <laughs> for, for pulling that than they were at you, but <laughs> for not calling me on it. But uh, this week's Final 15... We're, uh, I said in the intro, we're going to get, uh, we're going to get emails on this one because we're talking oh, yeah. about the Fab 15 Disney Pixar movies. Yeah. I mean, the Disney, and we're talking Disney and Pixar. So it could yeah. be just Disney. It could yeah. be Disney Pixar. Mix, yeah, yeah. Or just whatever. Pixar. Just yeah, Pixar. Yeah. yeah. Really the only rule that we, uh, well, or I guess kind of I set in place was, uh, only the animated features like because there's a bunch of disney movies if you include the live action i mean but sure like no uh mary poppinses and things like that even though there's a lovely animated sequence in that uh like predominantly animated you know right. like at least 99 percent animated you right know? um th- that's that was kind of the rule and uh i i uh texted you a link to disney's official website that kind of has the canon of here's what our animated films are, and that's what I used as my source. I don't know if you stuck to that or not. But. Yeah, I mean, I did uh, for the most part, but you know, we have Disney Plus at the house because sure. there's uh, there's so five of us, clicking. so I did a lot of <laughs> clicking and looking around too. That's fair. Um, yeah, so, I'm actually interested yeah. for your uh, in your take on this because I am uh, a, a, a childish a, a, chi- a childish. I am a <laughs> fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am a uh, child, childless, uh, sad old man, and you have three children. Uh, so, like, you've probably seen some of the movies that I maybe haven't. Uh, yeah, probably so. Um, although uh, one of the girls has watched pretty much everything that Disney Plus has to offer. Sure. Um, so she knows a lot of it. And I was like, hey, what do you think of this one? Everyone's was like, what should I watch? She's like, yeah, it's mid. Don't watch that. Okay. We'll yeah, I was on. interested to see if uh, your kids contributed to your list at all. A little bit. Mm-hmm. I thought about having them write up a list too, but they would get like three or four and then, I don't know after that. Means. All right. Sure. So, mm-hmm. but I did um, throw my opinions out there and I got serious side eye on a couple of them, but sure. I'm, I'm keeping it anyway because yeah. I like them. So yeah. whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been watching a lot of those. So I've seen a lot of them that I probably wouldn't have seen otherwise. Yeah. Some of them were considered for the list if they didn't make it even. Um, sure. There's some that uh, I watched and about, as I turned off after a while, I was like, nope, that's done. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, yeah, it's interesting because there was, during the uh, Disney Renaissance years, I guess we could call it, the sure. 80s, early the 90s, 90s when yeah. they kind of, uh, when the animated stuff really came back. Yeah. That was the point when I wasn't watching Disney movies very much. Yeah. Because I was, uh, it's just the age I was at, I wasn't interested in the cartoon movies. Yeah, I've got so, a, I've got an experience with that. I think I t- shared about this on a recent episode of the show. I've got, like, my experience with Disney stops at the end of my teen years because 
Uh, I am a single bearded guy and can't walk into a kid's movie at the movie theater alone. Uh, I have no age-appropriate kids to go see those movies with. I think you can now, but for a long time you couldn't. Yeah, it still sends an interesting, you know, like, people are right to go, let's sit over here away from that guy. Well, (laughs) if you wear the Mickey ears in, you'll be fine. Uh, Yeah, well, that's... (laughs) (laughs) You can do that. Hadn't considered that. Um, Yeah. Uh, But yeah, so I I missed a lot, and the advent of Disney Plus let me catch up a little on the stuff that I should have seen. Well, and and the thing is, a lot of the stuff I went back and rewatched, some of the stuff that I missed, or that I yeah. had dismissed. Yeah, I went back and rewatched, and uh, honestly, a lot of it didn't make the list. Yeah, no, but I did but rewatch I, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the list was interesting because there's a lot of different ways you can go with the list, even Absolutely. if you're thinking about it. Uh, whether it's just these are my personal favorites, or this is uh, these are the things that deserve to be on there because of their place in history and what they've meant for the company and for pop culture. Right. Do a mix of that. Um, just a lot of things. And Disney movies speak to everybody differently in different ways. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the movies, a lot of them kind of follow the same basic pattern. Yeah. There's a big, uh, but some of it do it better than others. And sure. some of them, uh, and I tend to uh, kind of be drawn towards the ones that are a little bit different, or a little bit obscure, not maybe obscure, but a little bit different than, uh, not that the other ones are bad. It's just, Kind of what I'm drawn to. So sure. there were a few heartbreakers I had to take off, and one Same. or two I put on that I thought, well, no one's, everyone's going to hate this, but I'm putting it on anyway because sure. I dig it. So, sure. um, yeah, so it was just an interesting, fun experience to do, uh, but it took me a while to figure out what my list was going to be and how I wanted to attack it. So, I understand that. Yeah. I uh, Mine came pretty simply to me, but again, it was my idea. Uh, I mean, I guess I, I leaned more toward personal favorites than I did historical stuff. Um, and I rewatched a few things leading into this, and I watched a couple of things for the first time leading into this. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there were there was at least one choice that I watched uh, that I watched thinking, well, this is a lock for the list. And then I watched it and went, ah, that's not going on the list. Like there, were, you know, this because just what I remembered it being wasn't what it actually was, you know. Because some of the stuff I sure. hadn't seen since I was a kid. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. Because, you know, you see things differently when you're a child from when you're an adult. Um, but a lot of times you have an experience with a film. Yeah. Be it Disney or otherwise. Mm-hmm. That, you know, later on you go back and you think, wow, what was I thinking? Right. You know, <laughs> good or bad. Right. You know, sometimes things grow on you. Um, and so, yeah, there's a few... Heartbreakers that I couldn't quite make myself put on the list. There's a few things to put on the list that I thought, well, it's not my favorite, but I think it should be there. Uh, you know, there's and there's a whole lot of the ones that I think are everyone thinks are supposed to be on there that I didn't touch. The same, yeah. And I think that's actually a good thing because my idea about these lists is yes, we want to talk about some of the popular stuff. It's sure. popular for a reason. Sure. Uh, not just the Disney list, but all of them. But also, you know, hey, maybe we get to turn people onto some things that either they had not really thought about in, in whatever context. Yep. Or, you know, maybe just give a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, I'm trying to say give a leg up maybe to certain things that maybe have been uh, overrated or underrated, excuse me, overlooked, yeah. underrated. Yeah. 
So, and that's part of what kind of crept into this. I think that creeps into all my lists, but that's just yeah. my personality, so. Yeah. So what we're saying is uh, Disney fans... Don't be uh, super mad. Yeah, we <laughs> we hear you already. Yeah, we, <laughs> we know. Yeah, we we know we're Y'all wrong. Y'all going to hate my number one, but that's yeah. right. Okay, I'm interested. To say, I think people... I, that, I don't think they're going to hate it. I, I, just... I think I'm going to have some some people very happy with my number one, actually. But mm. uh, it's, it's it's uh yeah, Disney fans, we know. We understand. We we hear you. We understand. Please feel free to email the show at dbaderekbrink.com and tell me your list. Because uh, there's a good chance that I may have overlooked, or Dave mm-hmm. may have overlooked, your favorites. And maybe we need to give them a new watch. Let's let's have a conversation about it, though. Let's not yell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, first one of these lists that started with uh, "Please don't be mad at us." Uh, <laughs> yeah, because normally we don't care. Yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> no, uh, 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 some some Disney fans uh, are very uh, upfront about their love of of what they love, and I love that about you. But uh, I also find you scary because <laughs> uh, 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 I I. I, I I'm not a I'm not a fighting man. I'm a lover, not a fighter, and I I uh, I don't want to I don't want to get into that with you. Uh, but uh, yeah, the loving or the fighting? Uh, sure. Okay. That's uh, I mean it depends. Uh, it, it depends on who you are, I guess. Yeah, I'd send an attachment, I guess, with your email, <laughs> and I'll get back to you on on both. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. We're doing the Fab Fifteen. Uh, this is as. As always, it's worth stating, this is not the be-all, end-all list. These are things that we think are fab. These are things that we think are cool. So uh, I think, that said, it's about time to get into it. All right. So do you want to start with your number 15? Sure. My number 15 is kind of the biggest outlier, the biggest, um, I don't want to say curveball, but the one that I think most people wouldn't expect. Uh, That's why it's number 15. But it is The Emperor's New Groove. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Please talk. <laughs> okay. Um, the reason I put it on there, um, first of all, I do think it's overlooked, uh, but it is, to me, one of the funniest, just pure flat funny movies that they've done. Oh, David Spade. Yeah. Okay. I'm not a big David you Spade know, I, fan. I, look, anything I say is going to be wrong because I haven't seen it. But... Okay. So I'm not a big David Spade fan. Sure. But... This, he's perfect for this. This hmm. role was written. I might have even been written for him. I don't know that for sure, but it seems like it would be. Okay. Um, but you got David Spade. You have uh, John Goodman. Okay. You got I Patrick like Warburton. I like. Yeah, he's good. Eartha Kitt. Really? Yeah. So I, I mean, it's so the the voice acting is top notch. Hmm. So yeah, it's not necessarily the smartest of all the movies, <laughs> um, and the. Parts where, you know, the little feel-good parts, the heart-tugging parts, maybe they don't work as well as some of the other films, but uh, there's a lot of comedy in it. It's uh, got just, it's just a little quirky uh, little Disney movie, and it's pretty straightforward. Like I say, it's not going to win any awards. I don't think it did. Um, I wouldn't know. But mm. I enjoy it, and, uh, you know, I one of uh, Dave Spade's line, his... Uh, as Emperor Cusco, he's always saying no touchy, and I say no touchy a lot. Oh, you do say no touchy a lot. That's no where touchy. that came from. Okay. So that's where it come from, yeah. <laughs> um, so when I mean, it's just about a... And it's not the Emperor's new clothes, like everybody thinks it is when you see the title. Well, no, um, yeah, that's a different thing. It'd be a different thing, yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, selfish emperor gets turned into a llama because, of course... Sure. ...has to find his way back to the palace with the help of the peasant uh-huh. who's 
house he was going to destroy to make his summer home. So with you, interesting. You know, yeah. it was kind of a fun thing, but uh, you know, so it's a lot like Life Stinks by Mel Brooks. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, so uh, Patrick Warburton is. I mean, he's him, but he's great. Every, everything he says well, makes He's like you, a soldier or something, is that, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he's a kind yeah. of a soldier, Centurion right hand man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, right hand man to the uh, uh, palace advisor who was Eartha Kitt, who was ousted. Mm. Um, but, I mean, that guy, if he's doing a comedy, everything he says is just funny. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. He's got one of those voices. So, yeah, so that yeah. was one of those. And my kids all like that. And actually, I discovered it through them watching it multiple times. Sure. So. And I kind of got to where I enjoyed it, too. So might not be something that rushes to everybody's mind. But for me, you know, um, I enjoy it. I think it gets it doesn't get quite enough love. So mm. I'm putting it on my list as number 15. Okay. Very good. Uh, my number 15 is one that uh, I just... I, it, it, it was on the list. It was off the list. It was on the list. It was off the list. I got I, a lot of those. Yeah. I, I, this is one that I think the... Tone of it is makes it list worthy, and I think the kind of hubbub that ended up, you know, kind of brewing around it makes it list worthy. Uh, kind of a new one, in fact, a very new one. My number fifteen is Turning Red. Okay, good choice. Yeah, the uh, Red Panda movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the controversy about that was it's you know a PG movie. Probably it's not PG thirteen, but it's a PG movie, and the you know emphasis is on PG in that there's about Three to five minutes of the movie takes place where they address a girl getting her period for the first time. And uh, it, and it's played for comedy, and it's played for, you know, kind of, a, you know, a, a paranoid mom and a kid who's embarrassed type of thing. And the truth is, she's turning into a red panda. Uh, is, right. So, which, you know, look, we're all adults. We understand the metaphor that goes on there. We understand the whole movie is kind of a metaphor for that. But uh, or at least can be viewed that way. But uh, yeah, there's a few minutes of the movie, uh, genuinely a few minutes of the movie, where they're directly addressing somebody getting her period for the first time. So uh, every mom I knew on Facebook was. Uh, let me rephrase that. Every Christian mom I knew on <laughs> Facebook was. Uh, I went to Bible college. Let's remember was freaking out for like a little while and just like I don't see this movie with little kids and like well. It, 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 there's a lot of movies you shouldn't see with little kids. And if you see it with a very little kid, they're not going to know what it is, and they're going to ask a question, and you're going to have to tell them the truth. Yeah, that's always my thing, yeah. is that people complain about it. First off, it is PG. It's not G. Yeah. So you're supposed to watch it with your kids. You're supposed to answer their questions. Yeah, the P is parental, and the G is guidance. Yeah. Um, and so I understand that. But So I never understand that, and I never understand why people think that it's okay for the kid to see anything. Don't I mean, doesn't anybody even look at a synopsis before they let their kids yeah, see you something? Would think, yeah, you know, I mean, I always kind of try to get an idea of what it is, right. even if I don't know. And I'm gonna be honest with everybody here. I lived through the '70s and the '80s. Yeah, I was '70s when I was a little kid. Yeah, okay, so little, little. And in the '80s, PG movies used to be raunchy yes they and were. used to be scary yep. and used to be just everything this pg-13 most pg-13 movies now don't hold a candle to the pg stuff we watched yeah. when we were children yeah and you know what you can say i'm weird that's fine i'm a little bit off center okay <laughs> i'll give you that but i have a home yeah. i have a family i have a job i'm try to be a productive member of society it didn't do me any wrong you know 
let your kids see a few things. Let them ask questions. And if you want to talk to your kid about something and say, hey, this is why we don't agree with that. This is why I don't like that language or what is this? That's fine. That's the conversation. But yeah. have the damn conversation. Yeah. Uh... Sorry. Ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, I saw the movie and thought, "Oh, uh, that's a funny big red panda. I like that." That was yeah. ultimately how I felt at the end of it, and I'm more or less an adult uh, and understood what they were getting at and understood what they were talking about. But at the end, I went, "Oh, that, that, that cute movie with the with the big panda. That's that's a lot of fun, and I love her little girl gang that she has. I love all of those <laughs> girls. That's a, that was a fun movie for me, and uh, you know." Folks, what's the worst that happens? You're going to have to tell your kids the truth. Right. You know, like, maybe you wanted to do it later, but, and I get that, but you know now. You know what the movie is. You know if you are ready to discuss that or not. If you're not, yeah, fine, watch it later. Yeah, it's okay. You know, yeah. but I, I liked it, and the, the the movie made enough of a enough of a wave, it caused enough of a hubbub that I thought, well, I... And I saw it, and I liked it, and I thought, well, that, that, that needs to go on my list, just because any art that gets people talking is art I want to support. Sure, I'll you give know? you that. So yeah. that's, that's my number 15, and that's kind of why. I mean, ultimately, I, I really enjoyed the movie, too, and I kind of, oh, those, those, those girls are, like, that's the girl gang that I want for any girl I know. You know, <laughs> like, that's... Yeah, so it, it didn't make my list, but it was in consideration for yeah. a while, so yeah. And so that was my number 15. Yours was The Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> what? Completely <laughs> <laughs> different. Wasn't meant to be a joke. Uh, it just, I was just stating that's a just fact. How, no, it's just how it worked. It's just, it's just funny. Uh, so my number 15 was War and Peace. Yours was The Emperor's New Groove. Right. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> what is your number 14? Well, no, I don't want to say. Okay. No, um, my number 15, uh, 14, excuse me. Sure. Is The Princess and the Frog. I haven't seen it. Please say more. Okay. So, standard story of, uh, you know, the frog prince. Prince becomes a frog, has to be kissed by a princess to turn back into a prince. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I guess I should say I'm familiar with the concept. Yeah. So that's the idea. Yeah. Trouble is, um, the person who gets to kiss him is not a princess. He thinks she is, but she's not. And she turns into a frog. So now the two of them hmm. have to go around and figure out how to fix this whole mess that they're in. So this should be called the two frogs. Um, kind of, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, but it's, uh, it's, you know, and of course they, there's a question of are they going to fall in love, the little froggies, and can she become a princess? We don't sure. Know. Uh, but it's set in New Orleans and there's a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, well, New Orleans humor, so a lot of stuff about beignets in it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know, um, I didn't see New Orleans coming. Yeah, that's so that's that. So yeah, it's different. Uh, but there's a lot of uh, magic stuff. There's like a, uh, the shadow man is the kind of the bad guy kind of floating around in the background. Okay. And um, there's, I can't remember the character's name right now. I should. Um, a lady who uh, they go and they see her and she has magic spells and all that stuff. So there's a lot of the New Orleans magic stuff. Sure. A lot of Disney songs. There's some really cool characters. There's a character of Ray the Firefly who I just absolutely think is awesome. Um, it's a really fun movie uh, and it's uh, also uh, predominantly African-American uh, cast and drawn. Hmm. So um, the, that, there's that too. That's hmm. just an, 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 an addition. But yeah. it's a, a cute little movie. Um, I like it. I enjoy it. The songs are good. Characters are fun. It's a fun all ages Disney movie. And, you know, that's really all I need going into it. 
you know, anything else is extra. So, um, sure. But yeah, and they're actually changing Splash Mountain at Disney to be about this movie because it's been about the one that we don't talk about for so many years. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so they're making it into Tiana's, uh, Tiana's the prince, the titular princess sure. in the thing. So, um, well, that's kind of beautiful. Yeah. That's so, kind of a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Good so job, she, Yeah, uh, exactly. So, you know... You don't get to say that a lot. <laughs> eventually coming around, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, least, to... at least in small ways. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's a cool movie. Like, is it one of the best? Probably not, but it's a really good one, and it's one that I think a lot of people skipped over and they shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I definitely did. It wasn't on my radar, but that's interesting. I may have to go give that a, give that a look-see. Yeah. But then again, most of the watching that I do here... No. Sorry, I don't know why we were about to talk. I'm sorry. I was. <laughs> most of the movies that I'm watching, um, I have, for those that don't know, I have two girls and a boy, so I see a lot more of the girl, the ones that the girls are interested in than yeah. I do the boy ones. Um, and sometimes they're the same, but not always. So um, princesses may dominate this list a little more than you would think. Sure. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna. I was just gonna move on to my fourteen. Uh, but, Please uh, do. Yeah, my fourteen is uh, 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 one of the classics. I do have a few classics on the list. Uh, it's a, one of the classics. It's one that I, I think, just on merit and reputation alone, you kind of at least have to nod to it. It needs to at least be an honorable mention. But it's at my number fourteen. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. My number fourteen. Not on your list. It's we've, not. We've not had a match yet. In two uh but yeah alice in wonderland uh just i I mean you all know alice in wonderland you know the story of everybody knows the story of alice in wonderland uh it's uh people have a lot of notions about what it's uh, you know supposed to be a a metaphor for actually a metaphor against the new math that's uh that's legit that's what it is it's a it's a it's about the the new math being a problem and i think non non-euclidean math being a problem that's what the writer had in mind was like i i don't like what math is doing now so i'm going to make a thing about it and it i've came, never heard that that's that's true i'm, I'm and, not uh, arguing no i know but that's uh, most people haven't heard that huh, i don't think that's why i'm saying it yeah. but it's uh that's that's what it is and out came alice in wonderland uh and you know a bizarre fun you know, landscape of just whimsy and goofs and a little bit of scary stuff happening. Mm-hmm. And there have been a million uh, takes on it. There have been a million different versions of it. There are safer and not so safe versions of it out there. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there, I mean, everybody, it just created archetypes that we're all familiar with. I mean, how there are, there are things that I've watched, and I, I don't have a good example of this. I am trying to think of one, and because recording is happening, I can't think of it. But there are things that I've watched that I've kind of been into and been enjoying and realized, like, toward the end, oh, they're doing Alice in Wonderland. You know, like, they're just right. this is a, a sitcom take on Alice in Wonderland that I just caught up to, you know. Uh, th- that explains the hat. Um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like that kind of thing. <laughs> and why a cat disappeared for no reason. Uh, but <laughs> which cats just do mine haven't shown themselves yet tonight, sure. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Just one of those movies that because of what it is, because everybody knows what it is, I think you just have to at least mention it, you know, which I'm sure that if we, if I hadn't put it on the list, we both would have had it in honorable mentions, you know, but it's yeah, ju- it was it just was based on what it is, you know, and, and it's, it's legacy alone. 
Yeah, I, you know, I for whatever reason, I don't really think of the Disney version when I think of Alice in Wonderland. I don't know why. What do you think of? I don't know. I just okay. like the book. Okay. You know, I mean, I just think of... I mean, I just know it all. And I guess you're right. The archetypes probably do come more from the Disney version than anything else. It's just sure. not something that popped into my head uh, right away or at all, really. Um <laughs> I, I saw it the other day. You're still was, not thinking about I it. When I was looking at... <laughs> no, when I was looking at the different movies on the Disney, I was like, oh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland. But I mm. didn't, you know, look at it. But I guess the only the one that sticks in my mind is, you know, the playing cards running around. Yeah, that yeah, sticks yeah. in my mind. And the Cheshire Cat. Cheshire Cat, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Timeless. So, yeah, no, that's a good, mm. it's a good thing. And then that's the thing with this Disney thing. There's all these classic ones that could be on there. Maybe they are. Maybe they're not. You know, you just don't always think of them. Yeah, it would almost be more fair to do, like, let's limit it to just the classics, you know? And yeah. Yeah, because there's a million of those. Could have done know? that, but, yeah, too. Yeah, you but, know. but I uh, I had some Pixar stuff I wanted to talk about. So well, we that's could have just done Pixar. I think they're at 15 million Yeah, that's now, anyway. probably true. I, I don't know exactly, but that's that we probably could have. But we, we're, anyway. we're mixing it up. Yeah, it's fine. But, uh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland, my number 14. Okay. Uh, what is your number 13? Uh, number 13 is Mulan. Mulan. I That was almost on the list and didn't quite make it. Yeah, um, so, you know, good movie, uh, very girl power. Sure. You know, so I enjoyed that. Um, Eddie Murphy actually being funny. That's yeah. That's kind of nice. Yeah. <laughs> As <laughs> Happens the, uh, now and again, but... Yeah, well, I mean, he's gotten funnier over the past few years. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Mulan is the, I guess, people. most people know the story, right? It's the... Yeah, more uh, or less, China, but... I mean, it, you know, it's set in China, and, you know, the uh, young lady joins the military to protect her father from doing so because yeah. the uh there's it's time of war and the ma- uh the uh, male from every household has to join the mem- the military yeah. her father is not fit to join the military in any way shape or form yeah. so she disguises herself as a man and joins the military and uh hilarity ensues also does a lot of uh tension yep it ensues um a lot of really good battle scenes if you're into that um a lot of exploring how gross and goofy and stupid guys are. Sure. <laughs> That's in there mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. She has to figure out a way how to do that. Um, and she was not the conventional type girl anyway. She was an, 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 yet another Disney princess, right? That gets... Yeah, right. Although I don't know if she's technically a princess. No. Uh, at least not at that point. But I guess um, she, uh, you know, another one of the Disney heroines, I guess should, I should say, that's misunderstood and not quite... You know, uh, not quite, not do, doing the, what she wants with her life, and yeah. finds us. So, um, you know, there's a lot to chew on in the story. Uh, there's a lot of feelings to have, um, and there's some really good animation. It's just, a, it's a, it's a class movie. Yeah, it's a really good looking movie. That's that's mm-hmm. one of the things that struck me about it. It's yeah, how it just looks really good. You know, because there's, I mean, there's. I mean, Disney always looks pretty good for whatever time it's, it's you know, rep- it re- represents whatever time it's in very well. Sure. Uh, even, like, the old stuff that has that weird kind of ghosty, ghosty, rotoscoped glow about it. Right. Like, it's looked amazing for the time. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, Mulan just struck me as, wow, that that's really beautiful. <laughs> you know? And, it is. It looks really good. And, like I say, if you uh, have girls or are a girl, it's going to speak to you. Sure. In a lot of good ways. So that's uh, that's why it went number 13 on my list. Very fair. Uh, my number 13 is uh, kind of the other end of the spectrum there. Uh, the Jungle Book. Uh, okay. The Jungle Book at 13. Not a match. I thought you'd have The Jungle Book. 
I did until I rewatched it. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll get into that. Uh, Jungle Book, uh, just uh, fun movie, great songs that, you know, you got the the guy who's the voice of Winnie the Pooh's name I've forgotten is in there doing stuff. Sterling, Sterling Hollowell, I think. Yeah. Something along those lines. I was going to say Sterling Hayden, and that's not it. <laughs> that's I think a... that's it. It could be, I could be wrong on that. Yeah. But... It's not Sterling Hayden. That's a, that's a, that's a, uh, uh, you know, like Old West type guy. Different deal. Yeah. Uh, Sterling Hollowell, Hollowell, Holloway, something like something that. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he, he's in it. <laughs> and yeah, you got, you got the bare necessities and all that. That's a good song. Uh, I, I will freely admit that the plot is very, very loose. And it's clearly like, clearly this is, we have a few scenes we want to do and we have a few songs we want to, uh, sing. Let's find the loosest framework we could possibly find to connect them. Like that's clearly at, at play there. But I, I think the fun and whimsy of it makes up for that. And, uh, I mean, yeah. it's just, it's just one of those things that, I mean, everybody loves Baloo. Everybody sure. loves Baloo, mm-hmm. you know? I love Baloo, and it made it to my number 13. Talk about why you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it. Um, I love Baloo, too. Uh, but you're right, the plot is nearly non-existent. Yeah. Um, I don't think it holds up very well. I think there's a lot of uh, racial overtones that don't hold up well, which happens. That maybe I, you know, I didn't rewatch it before I did this. I might, I might. Yeah, because that was that really to, yeah. what made me decide not to. Okay. Um, I, now, now to be fair, that happens in art. Yeah, it's happening, and we've had this conversation probably even on this podcast before. I'm sure where, we have. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't necessarily judge uh, the sins of its time that people didn't know were sins. But yeah. there's a little bit of it is hard to watch. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I may need to rewatch it. I probably probably the last time I saw it, I wasn't catching that kind of thing. Oh, sure. When you're so, a kid, you don't catch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, because it doesn't mean anything to you. Yeah, like, look, you the don't... funny dancing bear. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> that's where my. I head think was. there are <laughs> scenes from the Jungle Book that are definitely worthwhile. Mm. I mean, everybody loves Bear Necessities. Yeah. I walk around singing it sometimes. It yeah. pops into my head. You know. Um, so I don't think it quite holds up like it should have. I wanted to put it on a list, and one of the first things I rewatched and went, mm, mm, nah. interesting. So uh, yeah, it sounds like I should probably rewatch um, it. Then. You know, and like I say, just you know, I don't want to uh, sink something just because it's you know it, it's a product. No, of its but time. I mean if that's what if that's what you feel when you watch it, that's what you feel. It was when part, you watch it was it. part yeah. of it. So I, I was kind of it was too mixed for me, too much of a mixed okay. bag for me to really put it on the list or really say yes, go Jungle Book. Okay. But I think that might be why they one of the reasons they redid it as a live action oh, yeah. later on uh, was to kind of put it, you know, okay, these are actual monkeys and actual elephants and everything else, you know. So, yeah, okay. although the elephant, uh, yeah. the the military elephants that are in it, yeah, um, hysterical. I love that. Yeah, it's one of my favorite parts. So. Boy, I'm I'm remembering some things about the monkeys now. Yeah, that doesn't there you feel are. good. Mm-hmm. Oh, that doesn't feel good. <laughs> yeah. Um. um so, but, my number uh, my number thirteen is Ratatouille. <laughs> um, <laughs> you changing it up? I think I am actually. I just remembered the monkeys. My number thirteen is Ratatouille. Okay, uh, I love Pat Oswalt. Uh, uh, I really like Pat Oswalt. I like that movie a lot. It's a fun little love story, and uh, mm-hmm. is also I mean it's a love story between man and woman, and also man and rat. Yes, uh, and a little bit rat and woman. She, I, I, you know, the rat gets accepted by everybody toward the end. Spoiler alert on a movie that's really old. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rat two is like twenty years old somehow. 
I, yeah, it is. I, I hadn't uh, seen it until pretty recently, and I, being a Patton Oswalt fan, I felt like I should, you yeah. know? Uh, so I watched it for Patton, and I went, oh, I I think I would love this movie if Patton Oswalt wasn't in it. You know, like, I think I, I would love this anyway, because sure. this is really fun, and it, it's, you know, the... I, it's just a lot of fun, and I, yeah, I, I liked it, and I like, uh, I like, I like the, uh, I liked the characters. I fell in love with all of the characters. Uh, like Disney, Disney does that really, really well. I'm gonna get into that in another uh, entry, but they do that really, really well. They make you fall in love with characters quickly and easily, and you're just like, oh, that character's my new best friend now. Yeah, like you just they feel do that. that. Yeah, that's so true. I don't know how they do that. That's the Disney magic. I think you just you fall in love with their characters really really easily. By the end of the movie, I was like, "Can I marry the girl in Ratatouille? <laughs> if not, can I marry the rat? Because like I don't I don't like that guy as much, but I like the two of them. <laughs> that guy's kind of a dork, but I I like the girl and the rat. And God bless dorks, by the way. But you know, uh, yeah, I just I uh, I fell in love with uh, with Ratatouille uh, really really easily just watching it, and I liked the you know the conflict. It was it was one of those things where the conflict in the movie is there, and if you're, I think if you're a kid, you're like, wow, this is you know high drama. But like if you're watching it and you're not a little kid, you're like, oh, this is a fun story with a little bit of conflict that doesn't feel dangerous or scary. Right, and, exactly. Uh, you know, and it's just kind of a light, fun, lighthearted movie, and that's why it has always been my number thirteen, <laughs> <laughs> and no other movies were ever under consideration for my number thirteen. Got that? Don't write in. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I have to say uh-huh. that I agree with all your points on Ratatouille. Uh-huh. Um, I think that, uh, I mean, the first time I saw it, I wasn't that impressed. Sure. It was a little slow for me, and I thought it got it took a little long, and I was like, eh, there were no real stakes. But I recently rewatched it, and it's uh, it's Mel's favorite, by the way. That's oh, her nice. favorite. Yeah. So um, Mel being one of his daughters. Mel is one of the daughters. You, yeah. I have figured context clues, but maybe yeah. not. Okay. Um, so it's one of her favorites. So and she's always watched. She's talked about the musical version that somebody did online. I haven't seen that. I don't think it's a real music. I think somebody just somebody did just it. did that. Now. Yeah. Um, so you know she's into it. So I rewatched it not too long ago, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, I don't know if I just walked in. Walked in. I watched it on the couch. But sure. if I was just expecting something different or more comedy or what I was expecting, uh, so sometimes I will throw off your interpretation of a yeah, movie. Yeah. But no, I agree with it. Um, it's a fun little movie. Patton's good in it. All the voices are good in it. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's a lot to be said about acceptance yeah. and about following your own path yeah. with Ratatouille, which incidentally is why it's my number 12. Oh, nice. So, <laughs> uh, there's also a nice little family story that happens in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, uh, the, um, dad, you know, not really understanding his son and trying his best yeah. to and he gets understand there. and to, you he know, does get it there. Well, it's a Disney movie. Of course yeah. Um, you know, so, and then the bad guys are, you know, they given what they deserve pretty much. There's yeah. one bad guy you think and winds up being not a bad guy. And, right. You know, so it's a, it's a fun movie. It's a good, uh, again, another good all generations. I mean, I mean, you know, you don't have to have certain reference points for that. You know, yeah. Because even if you don't know what the fooders are talking about, you know that it's good food. Sure. Right. <laughs> it's not hard. So, <laughs> right. um, so yeah, so it's a good, so it's one of those that I was pleasantly surprised by uh, when I rewatched it. So there you go. So it's my number 12. So we just knocked that out of the park right yeah, there. Yeah, it's fantastic. 
Uh, my number 12, I actually know is racially problematic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really think it's one of those things where you could trim this that scene, you know, that little beat out, and, and it's fine, and they've done that in uh, later adaptations. Peter Pan is my number 12. Uh, I'm okay. not going to lie to you, Peter Pan is mostly on my list because I love Hook. Yeah. Uh, and I like Hook better than Peter Pan. I continue. do too. I do too. And that's... That's part of why, like, I I feel like it's almost a little bit of a cheat, not as much as the Star Spangled Banner, but I feel like it's a little bit of a cheat. Let's move past that. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, because uh, uh, my, Peter Pan is on my list less for the Disney version of it than just sort of what it caused in future iterations. Okay, that makes uh, some sense. Because the, the Disney Peter Pan, I mean, obviously Peter Pan is a stage play and, you know, very well known as that. Uh, and uh, it, There's a thousand, they're, like right now, there's a stage version of Peter Pan happening yes. somewhere. But Disney kind of set the standard for the look. Disney kind of set the standard for the beats that you have to hit. They have an unfortunate racial uh, thing that happens there that... To be fair, is present in the original write-up of it. I mean, that's just the times sure. that it was. So they were faithful to the source material in the worst way that you could be. Uh, so there is that. But, I mean, I again, I feel like if you chop the uh, uh, Native Americans out of the story or if you adapt them better, as some people have done, the, the surrounding material is excellent and leads sure. into so many more great adaptations of Peter Pan where they don't have a racial problem. Right. Uh, like, uh, that's one of the movies where people very, very early on saw the problem and said, okay, we're going to go around that part or we're going to adapt that part and do it differently and we're going to make this what it should be because there's a really good story here. There's a wealth of material here that we just need to tweak a little bit. And again, it ended up leading to Hook, and I fucking love Hook. That might be my favorite Robin Williams movie. Just wondering if we're going to get through the Disney one without any cursing, but we have not. No. You said <laughs> damn earlier. I know I did, but that one's that, but that's a PG word. Okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I could censor it. I'm probably no. not going to, but I could. <laughs> um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, just uh, Hook is maybe my favorite Robin Williams movie, and uh, yeah, I love Robin Williams. And uh, uh, Hook is top of the pile for me. And that doesn't mm-hmm. exist if Peter Pan doesn't exist. That's true. That's yeah, one I mean, of my, like, uh, Hook an, is one of my happy places. That's another one of those things that, you know, a lot of people diss Hook and it's like, why? It's, yeah, it's, it's great. great movie. It's great. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so Peter Pan, uh, I agree with everything you're saying. Uh-huh. But Peter Pan just, for whatever reason, it never really got to me. It never really spoke to me very it's much. It's got a slow pace. It's one of those that I just never really got into it. Yeah. Um and I've seen the, and I know what it is. I know all about it. It's just something. So it didn't make my list because it's just never been something that's really been too far on my radar. Sure. Love Captain Hook. Yeah. As well, you know, the villains sometimes are the most, most fun part oh, yeah. of pretty much anything. But um, yeah, Peter Pan, I mean, it's good. I have no problems with it. And that's the thing is that, you know, most Disney movies, 90% of them, I got no problem with that. That's great. Yeah. It's just not on my list. Yeah, no, I understand. So there you go. That's fair enough. Well, what is on your list at number 11? Okay, so number 11 is a newer one that I think got really overlooked and overshadowed by a very popular new one, which is also not on the list. Uh, but it's Onward. I don't, uh, which one's Onward? Onward is the uh, two boys, they're elves. 
Okay, I, their, I haven't seen that one. Their father um, passed away when they were very little. And uh, so it is uh, the younger brother's his 16th birthday. His mother, and they live in a town, I should explain this. They live in a town that is basically all magic tropes. Okay. So ma- old, old-timey magic, manticores, all kinds of stuff. Manticores. So, a manticore, yeah. That's fun um, to say. So, uh, it's fun to hear yeah, someone say that. Corey the manticore. So, nice. Um, but elves <laughs> and all different kinds of like old, old world magic, pre-earth magic thing. And of course, it's all, you know, been just modernized into regular life and it's not a big deal anymore. Sure. But the, the, two, the two brothers, um, one is 16, one's a little older. The older brother... Uh, plays Dungeons and Dragons, has a sweet battle vest with bands on it that don't exist, but I kind of want that battle vest. Nice. Um, you know, drives a van. Nice. <laughs> so, whole thing. Um, so they're given a spell on the 16th birthday. Their dad had left a spell that he could come back and see his boys for one day oh. to see how they, because he knew he was going, so to come back and see them. It's very sweet. That's nice. And they screw the spell up. Of course they do. And they only have part of their dad with them. That's off-putting. It's very weird. Well, it's the um, so is it they, the upper half or the, it's lower, the lower half? half. That's that's even more confusing. But it's funny to watch a to watch a pair of pants run around. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, so right. um, I'm with you on still that. Still kids. So um, <laughs> so they have to figure out. I thought I was joking when I said, "Is it the upper half or the lower half?" And no, you, it's the lower half. I, was, I, yeah, I nailed you're it. on it. You're on <laughs> it. Um, so they had. So you know. Obviously, there's a problem here. We got to figure all this out. And right. there's, you know, their mom is dating a cop who's after them for speeding or whatever else they're doing. Sure. All kinds of crazy stuff going on. Um, it's got uh, the two main voice actors are Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Oh, that's interesting. So it's a Marvel movie without being one. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of fun. Uh, it's just, it's a fun movie. It's got a nice um, sentimental heart to it, especially at the end. Um, it doesn't end quite how you think it's going to, but it's a satisfying ending either you know, anyway. Um, and I think it overlooked because it came out right before the pandemic. Okay. Um, and they put it into theaters and people stopped going to theaters. Uh. They put it on Disney Plus, you know, and nobody knew what to make of it. So I think it just is a victim of the time it was released. Yeah. Um, is it... Among Pixar's greatest, debatable, mm. um, probably not for most people, but I do think it's unfairly overlooked, and I think if you get, uh, people watch it, um, they're in for a fun time at the movies. Okay. So, there you go. That's my number 11. Yeah, I might give that a look. I hadn't heard of that before, like yeah, right now. Uh, my number 11 is uh, kind of an old chestnut, and it's one that I, is... I, on the list virtually just because I felt like it needed to be, but it ended up, you know, in the upper half of the bottom five. Uh, Toy Story. Okay. Also on my list, but okay. a little bit later on. Sure. Just, I mean, you know, one of those movies that came out right when my generation started having kids. Uh, so every parent that I know loves it because that's mm-hmm. and yeah every parent that i know cried watching toy story 3 because uh, i remember when my child was tiny and watched toy story 1 you know like everybody that's not why i cried in toy story 3 but you know but well, I, I, I was it was more the story but anyway continue oh, okay i was uh, fair enough i mean yeah, no toy story is one of those movies that i felt like i would almost be doing a disservice to people roughly my age who have kids if i didn't have it on the list even though i don't have kids and i am my age uh, but I, 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 
like anybody, I watched it because it was the movie everybody was talking about, sure. you know? And everybody was talking about it. And everybody's still talking about it. We're talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I watched it because, well, everyone's talked about this. Every parent that I know that is roughly my age is saying, no, 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 it's, it's, it's one of the ones that has a lot of stuff in it for the grown-ups. You know, mm-hmm. and I watched it. Now, oh, this has a lot of stuff in it for the grown-ups, right? You know, and I ended up having a lot of fun. And I was like, oh, I really hate Sid, <laughs> <laughs> who, frankly, did nothing wrong. He didn't know that the toys were sentient. That right. wasn't his fault, and he was from clearly a broken home. And it turned out okay at the end. I mean, at the end of the franchise, he's he's got a respectable job and he seems happy. He developed all right. Yeah, he was scarred though. Yeah, deeply scarred, but he turned out <laughs> all right. By the toys. Yeah, by the toys. Yeah, the, like that's that part wasn't his fault, is what I'm saying. Like he was just sure. playing. Was so just you're playing. advocating for Sid as an, just a misunderstood villain. Yes. Yeah, I still think he's a little jerk. But yeah, well, I, I absolutely, he's a jerk. But villain, I think, is too far. <laughs> mm, okay. He didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and really, isn't that uh, who we all are? I don't know. Uh, sorry, I'm not gonna try to. I'm not gonna try to do that. <laughs> not, with, not with Toy Story. <laughs> no, not with Toy Story. Uh, no, it, it's it's fun. It's full of fun and whimsy and cool voices that you recognize from elsewhere. I mean, Tom Hanks is involved, man. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't love Tom Hanks? Well, yeah, I I know a guy. But anyway, um, uh, you, right. got Tom, you got Tom Hanks. Um, I mean. Tim Allen, no matter what you may think of him, he's great as Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, yeah, he does that very Um, well. You know, Rickles. Yeah, Rickles. I forgot Rickles, yeah. R.I.P. Don Rickles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, Ratzenberger. Yeah, yeah. a voice in it. Ratzenberger's a voice in everything Disney's done since like the year 2000, I think. But then, uh, and then, you know, more people joined later on as they expanded the series. Yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I just watched that one again the other night. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I like Toy Story a lot. The humans don't look very good. But, no. Um, but it was early computer animation, so we can right. let it slide. Humans are kind of frightening. But um, right. one of the things when I first saw I remember watching Toy Story when it came out. So I don't know if I went with, like, with you or if no, I... I no, I know. Um, how I saw it in the theaters, I have no idea. But I remember mm. I did see it in the theater. Um, and in the theater, on the big screen, in the dark... Sid's room was scary as hell. I can see that. I mean, everybody was like, whoa, mm. this is, you know, this, you know, and Disney movies have always had scary things in them, but sure. you just didn't expect that. You didn't expect Spider Baby. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know? Um, Spider Baby is upsetting. Yeah. Uh, and the leg thing is weird, too, with the legs and the fishing poles. Just, yeah, yeah. What even is that? Um, so that was one of the things that grabbed me about it when I first saw it. I was like, wow, they're actually taking this to a interesting kind of scary place here yeah um so there's that uh and you get to i mean and you know woody kind of becomes a jerk through a lot of the movie but oh, yeah you, but you understand why he's a jerk and he's trying to come to terms with things yeah um and uh when when buzz has his realization that he is a toy that's one of my favorite parts because you know, it's one of my i think one of the best things tim allen's ever done oh yeah <laughs> this is really good uh second um, to galaxy quest for me yeah, so I think, you know, yeah, it's a good movie. It spawned sequels, some of them good, some of them not. Um, but it's it's a really fun movie. Yeah, everybody talks about it for a reason. It's appeals to kids, it appeals to adults. I, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot else to say about it. So, yeah. Yeah. So go Toy Story. Yeah, I agree. 
uh, because I'm the guy who said it. You did. Uh, <laughs> what uh, on that note? What is your number ten? Okay, so number ten is my first time back into the archives, the early early stuff. Yeah, you've been very new here lately. Well, I'm uh, newer lately. than I thought I would be on a lot of it, but it's probably because I've seen it more often. Yeah, because it's just more in my head. Um, my number ten is a hundred and one Dalmatians. Oh, that was so under consideration and didn't make it. <laughs> We've had one match so far. Um, we've had two. We've had two? Ratatouille. Oh, uh, Ratatouille. Yeah, I forgot. Because yeah. I changed mm-hmm. my mind. Ratatouille. No, uh, I didn't and change my mind. It was story. always my number 13. Right, and right, Toy right. Story. Yeah. yeah. 101 um, Dalmatians. So, yeah. So, and again, that's one. Everybody knows it. Yeah. Everybody knows the story. There have been other adaptations. It's been uh, mentioned in tributes, uh sent up very well in The Simpsons one time. See um, my vest, see my vest, yes. need a real gorilla chest. chest. Yes, that's, which I've been uh, singing nonstop as I've been shopping for vests. That's another. <laughs> that's so that was two movies in one that they yeah. did there. Um, well, yeah, up. that's right. That, that's so, a good point. It's yeah, a whole other deal. Um, <laughs> because uh, we watched that episode not too long ago, and uh, again on Disney Plus. Who should be paying us, by the way, for this? Yeah, they, they should be sponsoring I, this really, show. Yeah. Um, so uh, we w- watched that episode, and when they were counting the puppies. Uh, and they got to 25 after hours or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't seen uh, Mel laugh so hard in a long time. That so was a good joke. It was a great joke. Uh, but, you know, uh, 101 Dalmatians is it's a classic story. It's got uh, 101 dogs in it. So, yeah, like, right. You'll love that. Yeah, you know, Pongo, to love. Pongo and everything, you know. That's and great. There's a little bit of a love story in it at the beginning. Yeah. And then the dogs are in danger. Cruella de Vil. One of the best villains out yeah, there. Yeah, the, um, because of that, it kind of broke my heart not is, to put on the list. Uh, uh, there's, I wanna, there's another villain I really want to talk about later sure. who I think is worse than Cruella de Vil, more okay. evil. Um, and Cruella's evil, but she's evil because of her selfishness. Yeah. she has. There is a reason. She's selfish and she doesn't see the issues. She's kind of your standard. And I think they were really going after socialites at the time. They're going after... Yeah. The aristocracy yeah. with that character, and I think they nailed it. Yeah, uh, especially for that time period. Yeah, um, you know, and then you got her, her two bumbling henchmen. You know, so all the tropes are there that makes a classic movie. Sure. And Hundred um, One Dalmatians. You know, I mean, I dare you not to enjoy it. Don't have to be your favorite. You know, but you can't watch that movie and not go, "Oh, that was fun. I like that." Yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, and it's a classic. I wanted to put some of the classics on here. A lot of them are coming later, but, sure. um, you know, it's just an all-around good movie and makes you want to own a Dalmatian. <laughs> yeah, just not a hundred and one of them. Yeah. But yeah. it, it you know, kind of makes you want to do that. I can't do that, though. I have too many ducks as it is. Yeah, I've, no, you I've got two. two. I have two. Yeah. Um, I couldn't have that many... Of anything. ...grown really. dogs yeah. or puppies or children or anything. Yeah. Fish, maybe. Maybe I could yeah, do fish. Yeah, you could have a lot of fish. They're, but I don't yeah. know about a hundred and one. That's a lot of tanks. That's a lot of tanks. A lot of cleaning. Yeah. So, uh, anyway... Um, yeah, 101 Dalmatians, my number 10. It's a good choice. It should have been on my list, but it, it didn't make it. Uh, what did make it at my number 10 is a movie that I we may argue about this. Uh, the Little Mermaid is my number 10. Okay, almost on the list. Really? I left it off. Okay. But go ahead and continue. Okay. I didn't think you liked it at all. Um, <laughs> I didn't used to. Yeah. I have come around on The okay. Little Mermaid. Uh, Little Mermaid is just, it's one of those movies that when I was a kid and the new Disney movies were coming out, it was one of the do, the new Disney movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm i sure it's 30 years old and I think of it as recent. Uh, right. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, but just one of those movies that, uh, infectious soundtrack, 
which uh, bears a striking resemblance to Little Shop of Horrors. We've talked about mm-hmm. that before on the yep, show. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, but uh, just a, a really catchy soundtrack and just, you know, classic, you know, princess trying to win love type of story, you know, to, to, to obtain her, her new life type of story. Uh, in this case, uh, falling in love with a man that she's met once, after coming out of the ocean, right? There's some issues there, but it's uh, it, it, yeah, it's a classic love story. It's a classic love story. It, it is what it is, and there's you know the there's the big weird villain who is part octopus, She's an octopus and yeah. part sea witch. Sure, she's a sea witch. Uh, like I, yeah, she yeah, but I just I struggle with figuring out what all the parts of her are. Like mermaid is easy to uh, mostly to octopus. Out. I just octopus in person. I don't yeah, think I guess. Anything else but like, it. how does that happen? Uh, you know what? I think we know how that happens. Why would that happen? <laughs> well, I mean, it's Disney. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah, do whatever that's they want. Fair. Um, uh, but yeah, and yeah, Ursula, good villain, Ur- a very good villain. Not one of my, not one of my top like five days of villains. But sure, good, but good we should villain. do that. We should do a villain thing. That'd like be that. fun. Anyway, yeah, jot that down somewhere. We should get around to that. Uh, yeah, uh, just just a fun movie. Just a fun movie with a great soundtrack. And I don't, I don't have a lot to add. I'm not, I don't have anything to say about mermaids. Really, I find mermaids a little bit confusing. Because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, you're part human and part fish, and it seems like some of the most important human parts just aren't there. Uh, so the, the, I, I find them a little bit perplexing, but fun to look at and fun to hear sing songs about uh, things that are human things. And, right. like, you know, they don't know what feet are, but they're singing <laughs> about it and want to become us, even though they don't know what feet are. That, that That's fun. That's fun and it's goofy and it's you know and it gets there's some good drama that enters in and some good father daughter stuff that enters in and some good you know conflict and things. Yeah, this, that's just, another one where the side characters to me are really good. You know, you got yeah, yeah, Sebastian yeah. the crab. Sebastian's um, fantastic. You know, and yeah. then um, Flounder. Um, I wasn't thinking. No, Flounder's all right, but uh, who's uh, I can't remember. Scuttle. Scuttle. Is that his name? Uh, maybe that might the, be Scuttle. Um, um, oh, the. I know seagull. who you mean. Yeah. Buddy uh, Hackett. Yeah. Uh, it's, it can't be Scuttle. That's not a name for a seagull. I don't know what it is. I don't remember. Someone is screaming I, this I, at us. I didn't rewatch this This one. is one of the emails we get. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, is, is, you know, line them up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Little Mermaid just missed my list. I mm. thought about it. Um, but I was... I think I got to a point where I wanted to spread it out a little bit more and have you know a little bit more of the... Old stuff and the new stuff, and the, I tried to you know be a little more representative of a lot of it. Sure. Um, and I did not like the Little Mermaid when it came out. Yeah, I remember that. But mostly because I was sick of having it shoved down my throat every time I turned around. Someone was singing Little Mermaid, yeah. or uh, just kind of like one that came out a few years ago that drove me that did drove me crazy because I had to listen to it all the time. I imagine which one that is. Yeah, yeah. everybody knows now. I'm gonna e- you're gonna emails about that too. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even say the name. No, nope. but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I have come around to that one. Um, it's still not one of my favorites, possibly because I'm still just have that jadedness. Sure. But there are, uh, I think there's some really good points in it. Um, I think Ariel is actually a really good character. Yeah. It's just, for me, it just didn't, it wasn't quite on the list. But I did consider it um, due to how uh, big and huge it was. And of the big and huge ones, um, that was one of them that I thought, 
might make that list, but didn't quite get there for me. Fair. Uh, I have a feeling I have more big and huge ones on my list than you do. You probably do, but you know, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll, we'll find out. And the best way to do that is to move on. So what is your number nine? Number nine, I've already talked about it. Toy Story. Okay, so there we go. Uh, no need to say more on that. Nope. Uh, my number nine is another big and huge one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Uh, which is another one of those that when I was a kid and the new Disney movies were coming out, that was one of the new Disney movies. Uh, and I... Like, for all of time, people have known the story of Beauty and the Beast. It's one of those classic kind of stories that Disney eventually just said, hey, let's make that, you know, yeah. <laughs> which Disney does a lot. They either make it or they buy the rights to someone who did uh, and stuff right. like that. So, I mean, we all know the story of Beauty and the Beast. A young lady uh, gets imprisoned by a beast, falls in love with them, etc., uh, it's, right. you know uh, the the tale as old it's, as time it's stockholm syndrome yeah. in cartoon form yes tale as old as time <laughs> stockholm syndrome uh Beauty and the beast. Yeah, yeah yeah um it's a good adaptation of a very old story in which a child is cursed to become a beast uh, because he didn't let a stranger into his home. That's what the story is. <laughs> a stranger well, knocks on should, his door. Well, it's about how you should <laughs> treat strangers well. We should always treat... Well, not strangers, but those in need. Sure. We should treat well. That's the message of the movie. Treat people nicely. Don't be a beast. That's the whole... That is the message. The I think they could have done better to, to, to It's an to old story. That. What do you want? But, it's yeah. almost time. What do you want? Uh, that's a good point. Uh, you know what? I can't argue with that. It's in the song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and I'm mostly kidding. I, you know, it's I, I, I like the story. I like the adaptation of it. Uh, I think it's a really fun version of it. I, it's the the pronunciation in the movie is the reason that I say culinary instead of culinary nice. to this day, uh, because a person in that movie said it that way. And any time I say it, culinary, and someone says, don't you mean culinary? No, in the in the Beauty of the Beast, they say culinary. That is all the evidence I need. There you go. Uh, I, I, there's just a lot about this movie to love, I think. Belle, I think, is one of the great Disney I, princesses, I guess. I guess she because she's a princess. Well, she marries the prince at the end, yeah, then, yes. Yeah, so... Spoilers. Uh, yeah, which, wouldn't that... No, I guess that wouldn't make her a queen. I guess you're a princess until... Yeah, okay. Until the prince becomes a king, yeah, yes. So, yeah, so we're fine. Uh, uh, yeah, Phew. so... Yeah, we're good. We're good. It's fine. Sorry, everybody. We're also learning a lot about monarchy during this episode. Uh, I like it. <laughs> I, I like the movie. I think she's one of the great Disney princesses. I think she's one of the great sort of archetypal things that Disney does. And I, I, again, just a really good soundtrack and it's a lot of fun. And, uh, they managed to make the same beast look both cute and terrifying in within a couple of frames. Sure. And I, 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 again, there's just a lot of that Disney, Disney magic there. Like you in the opening song, you fall in love with characters who never show up again, just because they were referenced in Belle's song right. about, you know, the town that she's in. And mm-hmm. you kind of go, I, I, I want to know more about the guy with the books. But, you know, right. uh, they, just Disney does that. They just make you fall in love with characters. And I, there's a whole bunch of characters in this movie that I fell in love with. And so it just landed on my list very easily in the top ten, and it happened to hit number nine. Yeah, I agree with you harder. It was also on my list. Oh. Um, so there you go. Uh, you could the, have said that earlier, and I would well, have circled it. You were busy yeah, talking. Yeah, I just dove right in, didn't I? <laughs> you, got, you got into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's on my list, too. Uh, I think that is, 
in my opinion, the best of the Renaissance pictures. Okay. Um, and it's also, I think, part of when you talk about the Disney magic, one of the things that sticks out to me is during the Be Our Guest song, yeah. there's a moment of animation where the plates are dancing across the... There's plates and cutlery and all dancing across the screen, and it's just in lines. And it looks so 60s, 50s animation. It's like this old part of old Disney creeping back in. Yeah, it feels and like maybe they copied that from somewhere and just. It a, I don't think yeah. they did, but it feels like they. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, it feels that's like it I mean. could have been in one of the uh, the early movies. Yeah, it could have been a movie, Alice but I don't or, or, Star or, or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. So um, I enjoyed that scene very much. Um, you're right. I like the Beast. I like the voices of it. Uh, Belle is a great uh, Disney princess heroine, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Gaston song. Oh yeah, is great. It's one of those songs that uh, every once in a while, you just you know you get it pops in your head and you work. I don't even know the words, but you say well, no one yeah. does like does Gaston. No one blah like Gaston. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Uh, so it's that's a fun movie. It's a good movie. Um, you know, like I said, probably you know my favorite of the Disney Renaissance of the eighties, nineties. So that's my favorite deal. Um, there. So yeah, I agree. Sleeping Beauty. Or right. not something, but Beauty and the Beast. I'm yeah, sorry. the word beauty is in there. It's, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Beauty and the Beast, that's what we're talking about, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so that was my number nine. So that brings us to your number eight. Okay, so number eight um, kind of ties in with the uh, Renaissance stuff and uh, Robin Williams. My number eight is, is Aladdin. Okay, that is also on my list. Oh, good. Yeah, so um, not a whole lot to be said. About Aladdin that no. people haven't said forever, yeah. um, you know Robin Williams being Robin Williams. Yeah, you know, so that's right there. Uh, but you've also got Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, um, just Gilberting it up. Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> just Gilberting it up everywhere. Yeah, he's um, fantastic. You know, he's <laughs> really good in that. Uh, you know, it's got that uh, the part of the world of part of uh, no that was that the song. A whole new world is the is uh, that yeah part of yeah. your world is Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid. Yeah. I get him confused. Um, I can say that. So, uh, yeah, so good music. It's a fun movie. The stakes are there, but they're not incredibly scary. Jafar is a, you know, kind of a comical villain, but still fun. Yeah. Still, um, you know, there's not a whole lot, really, I can say about it. It has already been said, but... Uh, yeah, it's I don't fun, have much it's, to add. It's a fun movie. Yeah it's, yeah, it's on my list, too. I don't have much to add. But yeah, I mean, it's just a good quality all-around film. I don't know that there's... That's a problem with some of these classic ones. There's not a whole lot to say. Yeah. Because we all yeah. know it. We all know yeah. it's good and we all love it. So there you go. I mean, we could get into the question of, you know, Aladdin is, you know, starving and is short for money, obviously. Why does his uh, monkey have exactly the same tailor that it... Like, he's spending a lot of money on, on monkey vests. You gotta look good. Well, sure. I, I mean, guess you know, that's... if you're going to pull the con, you got to look the part, <laughs> well, right? Well, okay, valid. You know what? Okay, that yeah. answers the question the best I think we possibly can. See? So we did something good tonight. Yeah, so we... <laughs> <laughs> so we have a match on Aladdin. Not an exact match. It's nope. at your number eight. But a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, at my eight is uh, a movie that I'm very uh, happy to talk about. Uh, Up. Okay. Is my number eight, is Up. Um, that's... Uh, I don't even know where to start. That's going back to the thing that I was saying about uh, Disney making you fall in love with a character right away. Because uh, Up is the story of an old man who we meet in the very beginning of the movie. We meet him as a young child. He immediately falls in love with a girl who's his same age. And they, you know, within the first... 
10 to 15 minutes of the movie. You watch the two of them fall in love, get married, uh, get old, and she dies. And he now is a, a, a widower, or I, I always think it's weird that you call a man a widower when really yeah. he's a widow. Uh, because a widower sounds like one who makes widows. Uh, but he, That'd be a widow maker. I yeah, think. but anyway, he's uh, he's living the rest of his life without his, his wife, and you just wants to... Uh, like, she always had this dream of going to a fantastical yet real place, and he wants to go there, is, right. uh, is basically the crux of the movie. And uh, he ends up flying his house to that place by means of many balloons out, out of the chimney. It, it, it turns Disney on you and gets fantastical and weird like that. For some reason, the balloons are... Uh, able to lift the entire house off of its foundation, and yet as the movie goes on, he can hold it down just with one r- rope while he's on the ground. Let's not poke at it. Right. But the, the movie is just this old man who had the love of his life, lost her, and has to figure out what to do with uh, do with the rest of his life at the very end of his life, and has to find a way to make that happy. That's a beautiful story. In the first moment... Of the like, the first fifteen minutes of this movie, or all of the movie. If that movie, if that f- first fifteen minutes doesn't work, the rest of the movie doesn't work. Like you have to, the first time that you that you meet the girl that becomes his wife, you have to immediately fall in love with her, or the rest of the movie doesn't work. And they nailed it. Like the second that she was on screen, uh, the first time I saw it, the second that she was on screen, I went, uh, "Oh, the, the, that's that must be the girl in the movie." Oh, I love her. She's she's wonderful. And within a couple of minutes, I was like, they killed her? She's dead already? <laughs> and, yeah. and I was like heartbroken immediately. And that's... Only Disney can do that. Like, within moments, they just make you love somebody by giving you just a couple little things. It's like, okay, here's... Here's the two or three things you really need to know about this character to make you buy in, and you love this character now. And yeah, they're right, we always do. (laughs) And uh, Up is fantastic, and has some really good comedy in it, but also a lot of a lot of heart that just, you know, we think of Disney movies as being for kids. This one, I feel like, barely is because it just I I think that speaks to someone who just, I, I think it speaks to adults so well, especially adults who've experienced any kind of loss. I think you just kind of go, wow, I, 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 maybe I'm not in that guy's shoes, but I, I get it, man. You know, I, I get, I get what, what he's going through a little bit, or I can imagine having to go through that anyway. Right. And, uh, you know, the story of this movie isn't a fun, you know, kid, you know, turning into a princess, finding her love. It's a guy dealing with loss, trying to find happiness again. And he finds it because it's Disney and it's perfect, you know? And, and you kind of go, ah, that's a good job, old guy, you know? Uh, and, and the voice acting is great and the comedy is great. I love the dog, Doug, you know, who shows up in the movie. Yeah, Doug's he's, cool. He's iconic <laughs> at this point. And uh, uh, ju- just a, a very well voice acted movie, but like the script is everything in that movie and the script is just above board fantastic like that's it's one of those movies that because of because of the whole background of the legacy of disney it landed at uh number eight but like in my heart it's kind of it might it's up there near number one you know Mm -hmm. i i just i i love that movie a lot but uh 
Uh, that's what I've got to say about Up. That's, uh, that's at my number eight. Okay. Anything to add or disagree with? Uh, a lot to disagree with, yes. Uh, I know. Say um, words. I agree that the first part of the movie works. The rest of it does not, in my opinion. I don't like the movie. It is not exact. I mean, there are some good comedy scenes. I will give you. I like Doug just fine. But it didn't do it. It doesn't do anything for me, like at all. So I enjoy, if they'd have made the whole movie, their love story coming up, and then just have a little bit at the end of him finding some happiness, I'd be okay with that. But the whole thing with the clock going, and the thing going up on the balloons, yeah, okay, it's Disney, that's fine. Turns out the villain, the villain of the piece is only the third human that we see, so of course he's the villain. I think it's lazy writing. There was no tension. There was no, um, to me, there's no tension, there's no... What's going to happen? How are we going to get out of it? It's just this movie. It's fine. It's cute. But, um, and I agree that it helps, and it helps people deal with their loss, and that's great. If it's something that works to help people in that way, as art can do, then I'm all for it. But as a movie, not my cup of tea. Well, you're wrong. What is your number seven? <laughs> my number seven, we've already talked about, is Beating the Beast. Okay, I hope to disappoint you just as much with my number seven okay. as I did my number eight. Sure. Uh, my number seven, uh, actually, I don't think I am going disappoint to disappoint you with this one. This is one that you recommended to me mm-hmm. uh, when uh, the kid, when your kids were still like little kids. You said, actually, I, I think you'd really like this movie. I think you should see it. Uh, Inside Out. I forgot about Inside Out. Oh, it should. It probably. It should have. It should have. It should have been on my list. I'm I forgot sure about gonna, it. I yeah. just spaced it. You recommended that one to me. Uh, yeah, that should have been on there. Sorry, everybody. It's. It's sorry about the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the first time someone has said that. Yeah, probably <laughs> true. I think Dana uh, Dana Carvey. I think uh, <laughs> who's the guy? Uh, David, David Spade. Spade. Yeah, that that happened because there's a classic SNL bit where he did like his in and out segment where he said like in blah 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 out people who think I'm Dana Carvey. Right. So like in my head he's Dana Carvey. Nice. <laughs> it's it's David Spade's fault. Uh, yeah, moving I com- on. I completely spaced putting it on the list. So yeah, should have been there. Yeah, in and out. Uh, how do you even no, describe that out. movie? You, know, you, said, say, you said in and out. Shit. That's the David That's Spade Kevin. thing. No, that's Kevin Klein. Kevin, whatever. Well, that's true, too. Uh, <laughs> All right. So much of this is getting cut out. Speaking of in and out. Um, there you go. Uh, inside out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, inside out. Uh, I just... I, I'm struggling with even how to describe the movie. Uh, it takes place largely within the head of a young girl whose family has recently moved and she's adjusting to her new surroundings and we're in we're basically spending the majority of the movie inside of her head with character characters who represent her emotions uh and so there's you know somebody who's super upbeat and super happy there's somebody who's angry there's somebody who's you know really kind of gloomy and down uh, played by uh, the lady who played Phyllis on The Office, uh, St. Louis person, by the mm-hmm. way. She's from St. Louis. Yes. Uh, I can't remember her real name. Her real name is Phyllis something, but I- I've watched The Office too much, and she's Phyllis Vance. Uh, I Sorry, somebody out there knows that and is screaming it too. 
Uh, but she's a St. Louis actor and still regularly appears in productions at uh, our St. Louis Muni. Mm-hmm. Uh, I one day hope to meet her just on the street and just like, hey, you're Phyllis. And she'd be like, yes, I am. And that would be the end of that conversation, largely. Yeah, she probably, plays the yeah. Uh, She plays the depressed part of the girl's <laughs> brain. Sad or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, sadness, I think. Sadness but, or you know. I think. Um, but yeah, we're, we're the, the main characters in the movie are representative of the girl's emotions. And uh, it's it's a really interesting look into, well, into emotions, into into what makes us tick, how to, and and sort of, I mean, the crux of it, the point of it, I've said crux too many times in, in this episode. That's I think, all right. The, the, the whole thing of it is sort of looking at your emotions, dealing with your emotions, keeping them in check, but still owning them. And mm-hmm. like, like, that's the whole thing of the movie. And, you know, I, I, look, I'm a guy who's dealt with my, with depression my entire life. Somebody like me watching this movie, they're, I, I'm not going to lie to you, I cried twice. I'm surprised it was only twice. Sure. Uh, it, it's a very moving movie. It's it, it just, it, it's, I mean, uh, taken outside of her head, it's a little girl who has had to change schools, who has had to change locations, who has had to change friend groups, who is having trouble doing so and is trying to figure it out and is trying to cope and tries to run away and then realizes that's not the answer and has to spell her guts to her parents. And her parents are welcoming and accepting and talk to her and treat her the way parents should treat a child who is going through something. Mm-hmm. And uh, it ends up okay. She ends up making friends and ends up playing hockey again and having fun. Right. Uh, that's the movie outside of her head. But what's... Th- the movie that we see, for the most part of it, is inside of her head. Her emotions going nuts and right. you know, just 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 going ham on her mind and uh, you know, trying to put things in order. You're not familiar with the phrase going ham. I am based not. On the look is, on your face. It's going bananas. Okay, I'll uh, get Yeah. Uh, for some reason, we've, re- we've replaced bananas with ham. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Ham. I, think I, I mean, ham is better than yeah, bananas. I was going to say, but... I think I like ham more than bananas. But anyway. All right. They, uh, it's, it, it's, it's mostly, it mostly takes place inside of her head with her emotions trying to figure things out and trying to make things okay for her. And, uh, uh, I mean, it was an important movie for me to watch as an adult with a depressive disorder, but for, like, a kid who's struggling, who doesn't understand all these emotions inside of them, who thinks, I must be the only person who's ever felt like this, There maybe there's even something wrong with me? Wow! What yeah. an important movie. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I saw that movie and just fell in love with it. And I'm surprised that I don't have, you know, plush dolls of all of the emotions, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, I just, I fell <laughs> so in love with this movie. Uh, and, you know, it's, again, it's Disney. The voice acting is great. The script is great. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I yeah, well, it's Disney Pixar. I think that actually is that Pixar. It's a Pixar one, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, just, just a fantastic movie. I am... It's another one of those that if this list were purely just my emotions, it would be in the top five, but it landed at number seven, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I say, I'm surprised I, I'm surprised I spaced out on that one. I don't know. Yeah. Again, you recommended it to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. I don't, maybe I just thought it wasn't a, maybe I thought it wasn't a Pixar or something. Yeah, I, I mean, can see that. Maybe because every mm. once in a while something comes up by a different, like DreamWorks or somebody. Yeah. And you know, you, 
Give his, I don't know why. And then I Disney eventually buys it anyway. Well, <laughs> or Disney remakes it differently. It's yeah. better. Um, yeah, I yeah, the good movie. I'm now I'm just like trying to think about it. Um, I enjoyed all the yeah I enjoyed all the works I had. Um, I think that joy and sadness made a great team. Yeah. Um, anger was cool. I like anger, yeah. but um, he's my boy. But yeah. um, that, and by the way, that's a wonderful contrast of joy and sadness working together. Yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, but there was a lot of uh, comedy, a lot of funny moments in it too. Yeah, uh, especially I mean, in just Amy Poehler, the way she voiced Joy. Um, yeah. Even the even when Joy was having some issues and not getting things together, um, it was fun to watch. She yeah. was good. So yeah, yeah so believe... there's a lot, a lot of things good in that. And... I can't believe I said all of that without saying Amy Poehler. Yeah. So um, yeah, no, so that's a really, really good movie, and I'm uh, kind of disappointed that I didn't put it on my list and I forgot about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm mad at a little stunned to be honest with you, but uh, that's the way these lists work. Uh, yeah. So we've. It, it is what it is, and we've got to move on. What is your number six? Uh, my number six is Brave. Brave. Uh, I, I haven't seen it, and it was on my list to watch before mm. we did this, and I didn't get to it. Yeah. So tell me about it. Okay. So Brave is... Um, first off, it's set in Scotland back in the... In, in the ancient times, yeah, you know, set in, in Scotland with castles and kings and all that stuff. So I'm a sucker for that anyway. Yeah, um, and Billy Connolly's in it, so and that's I love a, that's Billy a Connolly. Plus. I'm, I'm that's so frustrated, plus. yeah, that yeah. I haven't because. Um, and by the way, and not even having not seen it, I constantly say, if you had a chance to change your blank, would you? Yeah, like right. I constantly say that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's the that's part of the magic of Disney. Even if you haven't seen it, it's still in your you vocabulary. Know, yeah. yeah. So uh, sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Um, so uh, Emma Thompson is in it too. Um, oh, I love Emma Thompson. I know you do. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, another one that I think is unfairly underrated mm. because the um, stakes are high, but it's there's a lot of kind of folklore stuff in it. Sure. So it's got Will of the Wisp in it. Oh, that's interesting. And a lot of people in America have no clue what a Will of the Wisp is. And yeah, I think, you have to be fairly literate. To, yeah. yeah. So I think that's part of the reason people are like, okay, this little glowy thing she's following, whatever. Mm. Um, you know, so, and it's it's got, in the Scottish accents abound. Sure. Um, to the point of comedy in a few places. Sure. Um, and I think that throws Americans off too, for some reason. I uh, love a good Scottish you know, accent. So, yeah, so, you know, so I kind of get why it's not really looked at, but I think it's kind of unfair. Uh, long story short, Merida is the princess. Sure. And uh, she is to be betrothed. She is not ready in her own mind or her anything to be uh, to have these responsibilities. She does not want to be a queen. She's not ready to you know get into the mode of being a queen and being like her mother hmm. and having to go through all the different rules and all the different things. She just wants to. Um, she's a kind of tomboyish in a way. She wants to just shoot her arrows and uh, you know ride through the forest and be a kid and be free and have fun and be a free spirit that she is. Uh, while her mother is, of course, saying, you know, Merida, you've got to be this. You've got to do it this way. And this is what's expected of you. So there's that tension between mother and daughter there, even though the mother is just trying to get her daughter to where she's supposed to be. Um, Merida's against her mother. So there's a tension there. It comes to a head. 
Merida does something very not nice in trying to in getting a spell to try and change her mother, try and change her mother's mind. Oh. But she changes her into a bear. Okay, like you do. Like you do, like happens. And that's, again, that's far-fetched, and I get it. But if we're talking about, you know, early magic and, you know, Scotland back in the early days of Stonehenge, I mean, no, come on, and then that kind of thing. Yeah, and if you're going to hold Disney's feet to the flame on magic, then we can't make this list. Well, that's the thing. People thought, it was one of the big criticisms, well, I'll turn our mother into bears a little far. I'm like, did you? Did you like cars? Yeah, right. Or, or, <laughs> I mean, you or know, Snow White. Snow White. Or, yeah. Yeah. Is this anything? You yeah. know, hello. So, yeah. um, so anyway, so the uh, other side of that is when she was very young, her family was attacked by a giant bear. Oh. And her father, the king, is uh, very much swearing vengeance on this bear and has a thing about killing a bear. And so he's very much against bears. That's so now one. his wife is there, a bear. Yeah, there's Her nothing about that. Yeah. No, there's nothing good. <laughs> uh, nothing can come of this. Um, and they have to, she has to figure out how to break the spell, how to kill the spell. Within two days, her mom becomes a bear permanently. Sure. So um, but there's a lot of humor in it. And I think maybe you have to like um, humor from the UK. You kind of have to sure. like that style, um, which again is against it, but it's a positive in my view. Um, a lot of that type of humor, and a subtle humor. There's uh, some silliness to it. Um, there's some deep feelings in it. There's some wonderful music that's, uh, you know, very Celtic-sounding music. Some modern, some early. Nice. But the thing about Brave that I think pushes it over the edge for me is that it is beautiful. Oh, it yeah? is one of the mo- most incredibly. Uh, realistic animations I have ever seen. Hmm. Now the people look like cartoon characters because sure. they are. Yeah, but right. the scenery is amazing. Hmm. The team that did the animation traveled to Scotland twice to take notes and to photograph and to video and to so they could get the way that the wind moves properly and that wow. going through the monsters. Um, I was watching one of the documentaries that comes to the DVD because we bought it years ago when it came out. Sure. And uh, the one, I think the director or somebody, talking about the way that the moss reacts when you step on it in Scotland. Huh. And it's like, okay, we have to get this right. Huh. Um, and so it's possible that maybe they spent a little bit too much time on the technical part and could have made the script a little bit tighter. But um, a great movie, lots of fun, uh, really just one of those movies that i think i'm so mad when i hear not mad but so disappointed when people say ah brave was okay it's like no brave was great what are you talking about Hmm. so um i really and it probably should have been higher a little bit higher on the list but um i had other things that had to be there so uh brave if you haven't seen it you know it's worth seeing and uh i like the fact that they didn't make Merida quite the same size as the other princesses i was she's a young child so or a girl young girl sure Teenage girl, probably, or young teens. So she's skinny, but she's not like princess skinny. Hmm. And when she's put into her royal princess um, dress, she rebels. I can't move. I can't walk. <laughs> so, um, and kind of taking a little bit of a dig at the standard Disney princess, which is the nice. same frame. So that's kind of meta in there. So nice. um, yeah, it's uh, it's not a traditional Disney type movie or Pixar type. It's more Pixar than Disney, I guess, but. Um, and I don't even think it is Pixar. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, no, no, no. Not I, very. I, I think that is. Actually I think it Disney. is. A, it's. I don't know. Mm. Um, I don't remember. But it is a uh, wonderfully uh, 
well done movie and it's highly underrated. And if you haven't seen it, you know, by all means, seen it. And if you have seen it, watch it again and realize, uh, you know, how good it is. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. I, I, and I haven't seen it. And like I said, it was one of those that was in line to be watched and just didn't get watched. But sure. I, I have a feeling it would have made my list based on everything that you said. Uh, we've only got four matches here and we're about to enter the top five. But before we enter the top five, we've got to hear my number six. Okay. Uh, my number six is another classic that... Uh, you could argue that now this is a bunch of shorts that they tossed into a single movie, but on the list that is on their official website, it's one movie, so I'm going with it. My number six is The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Also on my list? Good. I was I would have been very disappointed if that weren't yeah. on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, look, you all know Winnie the Pooh. Yes. You, uh, there is... No one who has been a child since that movie came out doesn't know Winnie the Pooh. We all know it. We all love it. It's It just simply is what it is. And I don't even like that phrase, but it is what it is. And it's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's uh, Look, when I was a kid, the heffalumps and woozles scared the hell out of me. But... Even that notwithstanding, you know, like every beat of this movie and of, again, of the combined movie of the, like, it started out as several different shorts that they merged into one movie, basically. Right. Like every beat of that just works so well. And as a viewer, as a kid, and even as an adult, if no one tells you that it started out as shorts, you wouldn't know it. You would think, oh, we're just in a different adventure now. You know, yeah, they framed like, it with the narrator in the book. I was so, gonna say the yeah. framing of it is so well done that you just accept that. Oh, we're just in a different chapter of the same book right now, and mm-hmm. it, like it does, it all feels cohesive. It all feels like the same story, even though it wasn't initially, right? Uh, and just you know, again, we all know Winnie the Pooh. We all love Winnie the Pooh. We all identify with a different character in Winnie the Pooh. Some people are Winnie the Pooh. Some people love Rabbit. Some people love Eeyore. Some people love you know, the Owl. Some people love Kanga and Rue. You know, like, there is... I mean, you could almost say that Winnie the Pooh was what Inside Out was based on. There's... You have a wide variety of characters. Yeah, thematically. Yeah, yeah all uh-huh. of whom repre- seem to represent a different emotion or a different way of looking at the world. Different personality that, type, Yeah, that yeah. you can grab onto. And, you know, a lot of you out there really want to be Tigger. Uh, but... I was thinking about that the same along the same lines earlier. Yeah. Um, because I think as a kid... You relate to Tigger because yeah. he's bouncy, he's, your, he's yeah. bouncy, flouncy, fun, 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 right? Yeah. So you he's love your him. Gateway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you Tigger, and then as you get older, you're a little more Pooh Bear because you're just all Pooh Bear wants to do is have a little honey, yeah, and just go about his day, yeah. And then his his friends are always up to something, and he's happy to join in, but he winds up, you know, getting stuck in the rabbit hole or yeah. you know being in a balloon chased by bees and it's like i'm just trying to get a little honey that's all i'm doing yeah you know and so you're kind of him and then as you get a little older you're eeyore mm. <laughs> you know and then you kind of come back to being poo um but here but you have to deal with all these other people so all the people in the in the forest in the hundred acre wood 
are people you have to deal with. Like Pooh has to deal with Rabbit, who is a, who's nice. Mm. Rabbit, you know, good people, but kind of an insufferable worrywart yeah. at times too. Yeah. Owl, an insufferable know-it-all, but a nice guy. Yeah. You know, I like the guy. It's just sometimes he talks a little yeah. much, you know? So it's a really good primer on how to deal with other people just yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the original books uh, that A.A. Milne wrote... Yes, there are kids' books, but they were written for adults to read. Yes. Uh, you know, and actually, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but there was uh, some of Lemmy from Motorhead, some of his favorite books. Yeah. He loved them. Yeah. Um, because he said, I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, I kind of wanted to do Yeah, because <laughs> he, said, he, said, uh, he said, you know, the Dis- Disney got the wrong end of the stick with it. So, yeah. um, and maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but they crafted a beautiful film. Uh, there have been a yeah. lot of sequels. Never quite got there. The no, yeah. Last one they did came close in tone. The, I don't know that was, I saw it. was just called Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. Um, came close, didn't quite get there, but it was worth watching. Okay. Um, so yeah, great, you know, great movie. One of, it's a movie that I don't have to watch again because I know it backwards and forwards. Yeah. You know, I didn't have to watch it for that. I own it. I have seen it multiple times. Um yeah, I don't know how much to add to it. It's, yeah, just, it's yeah. a great movie. Yeah, Winnie the Pooh is just one of those things that, I mean, I, I hear the phrase Winnie the Pooh and I just kind of go back in time to being a kid and loving that, you know. And uh, I'd say that I started out as a Tigger. I hit Eeyore in my late teens, early 20s. Uh, I then backed it down to Rabbit. And... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't really know where I am now. I might still be stuck in Rabbit, but <laughs> yeah, I was Rabbit for a long while there. Rabbit with a twist of owl, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, Woody the Pooh is just one of those timeless, wonderful movies that uh, uh, I, I just love it. So and, and everybody listening to it just loves it. You know, everybody listening yes. to this just loves it. Yeah. It, it's just, just one of those movies. And... Uh, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing else to add. Yeah, I mean, you, you said that before I added more. So, <laughs> and you were right when you said it. Yes. Uh, so we are now uh, we're getting into the top five, folks. It's getting serious. What is your number five? Okay, so this is I know on your list, and I know what's higher, <laughs> but here's where it came on mine. Um, you can see this coming at this point. My number five is Wally. Uh, yes, Wally is on my list. Yep. Yeah, so. Um, I, Wally, for me, uh, I think more than me liking the film, its importance to animation and to yeah. uh, the way that animation is seen and uh, things that are you are able to do in animation. That's where Wally's importance is for me because, I mean, mm. the entire, or almost the entire, what, 20, 30 minutes of the movie... 40 minutes, there's no dialogue, or no reasonable dialogue. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's almost nothing until, like, the last act. Yeah. And uh, you hear that, and you go, why? <laughs> but it works. Um, it, works it works so well. Very well. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's a fun story. Um, I think there's some third act problems, but mm. most things do have third act problems. So, By the um, way, name of my current album, available March 3rd on Bandcamp. Uh, See what I did for Bandcamp. you there? Third Act Problems, DerekBrink.Bandcamp.com, March 3rd. Continue. Okay, so... <laughs> so, uh, um, yeah, that so... That sucked, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it didn't. 
that's that was good. I, I'm I'm glad I teed that up for you. Um, so yeah, so you I think mean, Wally has third act problems a little bit. I mean, it's not to the detriment necessarily of enjoying the movie. Sure, but you know, I was way more into it. It was just robots in a wasteland. That was <laughs> that's my favorite part. It's like I love that. Yeah, I get that. You know, um, and I enjoy the fact that. Humans have become just, you know, glued to their TVs and obese and lazy. Yeah, just lumps and chairs. That's great. Yeah. I, I love that, too. But I think the charm is the first half of the movie. No, I see um, But, um, yeah, I say, like I say, very important uh, as far as... I mean, even the style of animation. The animation is top-notch. Yeah. Um, it doesn't like feel say, animated. Just, it doesn't. It feels... Uh, especially the first half. Yeah. It, it feels like you're just in this world. Yeah. Um, and that's really cool. And other people have since then tried to copy it and never quite got there. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a love story. Uh, yeah. There's danger in it. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of commentary about uh, who we are as a species and what we should or should not be letting technology do for us. Um, you know, so there's a lot to like. Uh, I just there's just other movies I like better. But yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, so it's a uh, really good movie. I know you have big feelings on this movie, so I will uh, let you take it. I, I do, uh, but at the same time, I also reviewed it not long ago on this podcast. Well, so true. I don't, I don't want to repeat myself too much. But, uh, yeah, I watched, uh, I watched it like I hadn't seen it. And I, I got to the age of 42 not seeing it. Right. What made me see it is I, this past Christmas, got a copy of it on Blu-ray because it is the first either Disney or Pixar or both movie to enter the Criterion Collection. Right. And I'm a Criterion Collection collector. And it hit the Criterion Collection. I went, oh, this must be important. You know? <laughs> like, right. uh And I had heard people talk about WALL-E for years and whatever. You know, it's kind of... Uh, I mean, it came out right in that time period where I would have been of an age and mindset where I went, eh, it's a Disney movie. I don't need to see a Disney movie. I know what a Disney movie is going to be, you know. Right. Like, I would have been of that, you know, age, mindset, gender, or or what have you, whatever it is, you know. I would have just thought, nah, not for me, you know. But uh, uh, it, hit, it hit Criterion, and the movie snob in me went, oh, that must be important, you know. Right. But I got the, I got the Blu-ray. And watched it, and there's a Twitter thread on my Twitter that is still getting likes. I actually got a like on that thread yesterday yeah. of uh, me watching Wally and just tweeting <laughs> every mm-hmm. everything I thought just during rage it. Rage tweeting about Wally. Yeah, 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 just losing my shit, and like because I went through every emotion, <laughs> and um, it's another one of those movies that within moments you just fall in love with the characters. Like I fell in love with Wally immediately. I think within I think within like my first five tweets, I was like, "Hey guys, Wally is my new best friend." Yeah, you know. And then and then Eve shows up, or Eva as he calls her, mm-hmm. uh, shows up, and I'm like, "Oh, I absolutely understand why he loves her." Uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, I fell in love with the characters so quickly, and I got the characters so quickly, and I just felt every emotion that you were supposed to feel, and maybe a couple of extra watching it, and. Uh, again, just one of those movies that the very little voice acting that there is is perfect. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, uh, I, I only saw it recently and I, I fell very much in love with it just on first viewing. And I mean, I, you're absolutely right. It's in 
it's on my list and it's in my top five. But mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, a, the excellent choice for your number five. Uh, my number five is one that we've already talked about, and we can move immediately into your number four because my number five was Aladdin. Okay, and my number four is Winnie the Pooh. So <laughs> nice. My number four is Wally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so well, we are now ready for your number three. Okay. My number three. <laughs> You're enjoying this quite a bit. I really. That was a fantastic <laughs> run right there. That's right. We're good. Uh, too bad something wasn't moved around. We could have had a match. But yeah. in our, anyway, we got yes. close. We got close. So number. What is it? Number three. Okay. Number three. I'm confused now. Uh, number. My number three. Is the last of my uh, classic vintages? Uh huh. Sleeping Beauty. Okay, you know what? Not on my list, but it was mm. with a heavy heart. Yeah. So please, so continue. There's multiple reasons for it. Um, it's not the oldest of the movies, but it's darn close. It's one of the first yeah, handful of them. Yeah, real close. Um, so it's. A I know they bit... rotoscoped a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So it's a little bit dated in its look and its feel, and the songs are definitely dated. Yeah. Yeah. It's got that ghostly glow I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. But having said that, you know, Sleeping Beauty, everybody knows the basic story. Yeah. Of you know, so you have to wait for the Prince Charming to come in. It's kind of, Snow White's got that in it too, to a degree. They're, sure. They're kind of different versions of the same story. I often forget forget which one has the apple. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the Snow White. Yeah. Um, but I give the edge to Sleeping Beauty. Um, reasonings because the fairy godmothers. Sure. Are classic, and that's a classic storybook trope. Um, that's in there. a million percent Disney. You yeah. think Disney, you think fairy godmothers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, the fairy godmothers uh, and them arguing over whether the dress should be pink or blue yeah. and keep changing the dress on her. Yeah. Um, that's good. Uh, I'm not so sure about falling in love with someone you just saw in a dream that's kind of creepy actually well, but um, but it's it but it's a different sweet. time yeah it's sweet <laughs> um but the main thing that i love about sleeping beauty is maleficent okay she is in my opinion hands down the best disney villain ever she is just evil mm. evil evil for the sake of it well okay um so and again, I like all the sweet stuff too. Don't get me wrong, but hear me out here. Now sure. I know they gave her. I think they gave her a backstory when they did the Maleficent movie and did things from her point of view, and that came out a few years back. It's a live action, but uh, who cares? The point yeah. of it is, <laughs> at one point during the movie, her pet crow, or I think it's a pet crow, um, or whatever that the, might be the right. Bird is. I think it's yeah. a pet crow. Um, Sazer does something, and and she just says, "You're a disgrace to the forces of evil." So wow. she wouldn't even. So <laughs> she doesn't. She's like you know. That's a good so line. So she's evil. evil. Now that. nobody knows the full backstory, but they're having the party, the dedication of the princess, and she's a baby, and Maleficent just shows up in a puff of smoke. She's like, oh, must not have got my invitation. Mm. Oh, you weren't wanted. Okay. You don't invite me to your party. I'm going to kill your child. <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah. Except here's the evil, the even more evil part. I'm going to give you 16 years. Yeah. Then I'm taking her. Yeah. And it's just the most evil thing I can think of. Yeah. Um, well, that probably plays a lot different once you're a parent, too. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but it's the most, one of the most evil things you can do. Uh, she's a magnificent villain. Uh, and then turns into a dragon, and then there's a big fight and everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even with all that, the sweetness of the movie 
and the uh, you know the songs and all it, and uh, you know the two king dads getting drunker and drunker after <laughs> talking about their children being married and you know plans going awry. Um, it's as storybook as you can get. Yeah. And if you're going to talk Disney storybook, I think Sleeping Beauty takes Snow White is a very close second. Yeah. Um, they are easy to get confused with the different songs and everything. They're easy sure. to get confused because they're very close. I think Sleeping Beauty just barely has the edge. Okay. And um, it's just it's a all-time classic and one of them that one of the ones that put Disney on the map. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I have absolutely nothing to add to that. Uh, you said everything. Because, yeah, I guess Maleficent... Maleficent? Maleficent. It's hard to say. Yeah, it is. I, I, I really hope I've been saying it right this whole time. And I'm I not sure I've ever said it out loud. Uh, Maleficent. Let's go with Maleficent. Uh, she... Yeah, I guess there's... I don't know yeah. that within the actual structure of the movie or, you know, re or related materials that we have... Really, any explanation? I think she's just no, evil. Absolutely not. She just shows yeah, up and she's evil. Now, clearly, there's some history because they said, "Well, you weren't welcome to this." Shindig. Yeah, right. You know, so there's clearly something, but I mean, maybe she was just evil. <laughs> they don't feel it necessary to share. Yeah, that's um, interesting. And she's just evil. So whatever happened? I mean, the fact that she's willing to kill their child over it—that's um, not you'll go to see. You'll die. So um, the only reason she gets to sleep is because the fairy godmothers say not die but sleep. Mm. They can't break her spell, but they can protect against it. Yeah. And that's the only reason. So if the fairy godmothers weren't there, that's a dead kid. Yeah. I mean, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's that part of it is just so out there and so anti what you think about Disney movies. You know, there's, all, you know, the Wicked Witch. Okay, yeah, we get that. But... Saving Beauty just takes it to another level for me. I mean, yeah. I think even more so than the witch in Snow White, hers was vanity. Sure. This was not vanity. This was pure evil. Sure. You know, I can't think of an, of too many other, outside of the horror genre, I can't think of any too too many other villains that are evil just because. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Because I'm looking at all the movies that we've mentioned, and I'm like racking my brain for other, <laughs> other, other villains. And like, yeah, just... Evil for the sake of evil, that it, like you kind of nailed it there. Yeah, so that's uh, because mm -hmm. so, like you know. everybody, like everybody has a motivation. Like every every villain thinks that they're the good guy, uh, mm -hmm. but like most of them have something that caused that. She, we don't know what caused that for her. Yeah, that's, we don't have that's that. Really yeah. interesting. Um, so yeah, so but even with that in all that darkness in it, it's a sweet movie you can watch with your kids. Yeah. You know, and there's a few parts that are a little scary for little kids, but not sure. for the rest of us. So, right. you know, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good choice. I'm, I'm, the more that you said, I'm, I'm disappointed it didn't make my list. But what did make my list at number three is a movie that I feel like a whole bunch of people are going to overlook. I would be shocked to find out that this is in your top two. Uh, the Sword and the Stone. It is not. Okay. Uh, the Sword and the Stone is uh, a tick on the uh, you know, King Arthur legend. Uh, it's, you know, a scrub who becomes king. Basically mm -hmm. is the yeah. short version of it. Right. 
And it's, it, I just, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about it. I don't have a lot to say about it. It's just one of those things that I saw it as a little kid, and I fell in love with it, and there's uh, dragons show up, and, <laughs> sure. and there's a sword, and there's a stone, and there's a kid who uh, shouldn't be king who becomes king, you know? And, like, I, I loved that as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched it not too long ago as an adult, uh, not even in preparation for this. I was just like, I remember the sword and the stone. And I watched it, and uh, I, I still just kind of like, yeah, I, love, I still love this. You know, it's still a lot of fun, and like, I, you know, it's still, I, 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 I get this kid, and it's, it's, it's fun, and it's funny, and it's, there's some good tension if you're a kid, and it's, you know, less tension if you're an adult, because you sort of, like, it's one of those movies that's of a time where you kind of clock the ending long before the ending. Right. You know? <laughs> but uh, it, it, it it can still be fun and be that, and I still had fun as an adult. You know? Yeah. I mean, I watched it not too long ago, um, and it's kind of, it's fine. I like it. It's okay. It's just, I don't know that I um, connected with it as a youth. Yeah, that's that's So that's the thing. Is the big... it, and it was around when I was a kid. Sure. Um, I think I had like a, one of those little books. I used to have these books. Yeah. The, you would read like the book and book. there'd be a yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd play the record and it would read the book and it yeah. would ding when you turn the page, that kind of thing. Yeah. So I think I had that. Um, I don't recall seeing it in the theaters. I may have. Sure. I don't recall that. Uh, I watched it not too long ago, just again on a, we were at Disney Plus and there's like, I hadn't seen that for a long time. And that was okay. Um, it seems to be a little incomplete in my view. Yeah, sure. Seems like it's it seems like the middle section of a longer movie that they I just didn't that. able to get, you know. So I really didn't put into consideration for my list, but um it is iconic in some ways and there's a few scenes that are iconic and they do have a sword of a stone and at Disney that one person a day is a, or a week or something is able to pull it out. Huh. There's videos all over the place. I didn't know that. There's video. If you look it up, there's videos of people trying to pull the stone out or the sword out, and it looks more like an anvil than a stone. But um, they're trying to pull the sword out. Kind of did in the movie. And too. and every once in a while, you know, there's videos of somebody pulling it out. And I don't know if they get like privileges for the day or something. Or... That's so cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, <laughs> I didn't so know that. So it is an iconic movie. Um, Disney just... does so, does so well with fan service in that way. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of things you can poop on Disney for if you want to. Sure. But, uh, you know, obviously they do a lot of stuff right, because look at who they are and how big they are and everything else. Yeah. And they own everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, that's... So, yeah, I mean, a lot of people like it. I get that. It didn't quite make my list, but, you know, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is one of those things that, uh, to kind of talk about a little bit of what you said, it is one of those things that, Probably somewhere between 75 and 99% of it is me being a kid and loving it. Sure. Like the, and that's the, okay. Yeah. The, there's a lot of that and just sort of, uh, oh, I, yeah, I, I, I like when he fights the dragon. I like Merlin and his mm-hmm. ridiculous beard, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just one of those that, uh, again, a lot of it is the 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 way I felt about it as a kid and just the imprint that made on my heart then sure. that's coming out in my 40s. So, but uh, that that is what it is. But it's at my number three. Like that, 
that feeling, that feeling that you have as a kid that lasts until your 40s, put it at my number three. You know, that's, that's good. That's a very powerful feeling, clearly. Uh, but that does lead us to your number two, which I hope is just as powerful a feeling. The pressure's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's a newer one, so it's I don't have the feeling of being a kid, but I have a lot of reasons for why it's my number two. Okay. Um, my number two is Zootopia. Okay, that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I hadn't seen it. I watched it uh, recently because I knew that uh, your daughter, Me- uh, Melody, mm-hmm. uh, liked it. Uh, so I watched it recently, and it was in contention, but it didn't quite yeah. make my list. Yeah, so, um, and I understand that. Uh, but I really like Zootopia. I watched it again the other night. It's like, okay, I put it on my list, but let me make sure. Let me go back and rewatch it just to make sure that I'm not remembering things differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I think... Of the more modern movies, when they're trying to say a lot in their movies as well as entertain, this says a lot. Okay. Um, it is, of course, there's a lot of parallels with it, but you know, Zootopia being the city where all animals, where predators and prey can live together in harmony. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a, well, it's a utopia really for the zoo animals and um, it's a world where. Animals live forever, live together. Um, there's different burrows throughout the country. There's the the town of the bunny or rabbit hollow, and there's the uh, small small animals where there's like the uh, there's like a town of mice and rats and stuff. And so there's different parts all over the world or country or whatever it is. But Zootopia is the big city. All the uh, humanoid animals, I guess, um, all the animals go and can live in harmony. But of course, nothing's that simple. There's still a lot of problems with uh, people getting along, prey and predator. So there's a lot of parallels towards racism in it. Mm. Um, Racism is a big... And uh, just about the way we treat people, about how the less thans or the uh, haves and the have-nots. It is a buddy cop movie where the two cops don't really like each other all that much and have to learn to like each other. Um, It's about a young rabbit or a young girl from the country growing up and being told you'll never be a cop you want to have a bunny cop you can't do that and she works and she becomes one and then is that a good or a bad thing well depends on what part of the story you come in on yeah um and then learning that with that with all of the good she's done and the uh successes she's had she still is not perfect and offends a a great big amount of people with her saying, well, I'm just stating facts. And she hurt a lot of her friends and mm. different people. Um, so it says a lot about the way that our society is right now. Man. There's a great line in it, and I hope I get it right. Um, she says, uh, the, one of the politics, a lot about politics in there too. Yeah. Um, who, uh, one of the politics said, well, you're just using their fear against them. And the uh, mayor or assistant mayor, whoever it was, says uh, fear works. Yeah. And that says a lot about politics yeah. as we are now and the way that things are run. Yeah. You know, now there's a lot, there's comedy in it. There's a sure. uh, um, lot of funny scenes in it. Uh, the fox, who's kind of a swindler, who gets sucked along into this because he's the only witness, our, our, uh, main hero judy judy hops yeah. um is uh that's all she has um to, to go on so he gets kind of suckered into being her partner a little bit um 
on this case, and then he offends her, and they become friends, and it's bad, and everything else, so goes back and forth. I think there's a lot to unpack in that movie, and they do it in a way that's entertaining, and it's fun, and you kind of see the ending coming if you're paying attention, um, and once you've seen it once, you go back and go, oh yeah, there was lots of clues there, Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, uh, I think it's an important movie from a um, sociological point of view. And I think more adults would do well to see it, except I'm afraid most of them are too thick to understand it. Yeah. So... <laughs> to that um, end, I think you just peeled back a lot of layers that I didn't realize in the time that I that I viewed it, you know? And, yeah, uh, I mean, it could... And even on the surface, it's just, you know, it's it's a cool little adventure movie, yeah. but um, there's a I lot mean, going on. I mean, a fox who's a swindler alone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah the, hello. Uh, yeah, there's a lot going on there. Uh, I, I got nothing to add. You, like I said, you peeled back some layers. I don't think I realized. Yeah, and like and like I say, it's funny. There's uh, some really yeah, fun, yeah, yeah. There's some really funny parts in it. Um, there's everything from the uh, mafia mouse. Mister Big is a mouse. Yeah, uh, which is always always a good joke. Yeah, you know. Um, there's that. There's the uh, the different types of animals. Animals are going. Um, going savage, I think they call it, um, and it's all a big plot, and it's just a big thing. So, um, it's a cop movie. It's li- not really a mystery, but it's uh, um, there's oh, well, there's, there's yeah. a case to be solved. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, and there's and it's about friendship and about um, how we hurt each other. Sometimes when people who mean to hurt you, mm. and sometimes people who hurt you, and when they don't mean to. Yeah, uh, it's about that. And there's one character who. Years later, says, "Look, I'm sorry for what happened yeah. back, you know, when I was, you know, an idiot." Yeah, um, and that's so and that's important. Yeah, so there's that's, a lot of yeah. there's a lot of that's a big uh, deal forgiveness in it and coming yeah. clean. And uh, you know, I mean, there are a lot of people I probably do deserve owe an apology to for yeah. you know the sure. time, for the Same. time frame when I met them. So Same. Yeah, it's never too late to say I'm sorry. Yes. So. Um, I think it's a really important movie from a, uh, like I say, a sociological and an emotional standpoint. Um, so, yeah, doesn't have the cute songs. Right. Doesn't have, you know, a lot of the uh, the different things you expect from a Disney picture movie. They're not quite in there. The beats are different. Yeah. Uh, but purposefully so, and I think importantly so. Yeah. So that's why it is my number two. Very well said. My number two is The Lion King, <laughs> um, <Okay>. which uh, <laughs> is another one of those. <laughs> Sorry, I made myself laugh. Uh, <laughs> it's it's another one of those that is of the era that, I mean, this came out in the 90s. So that was, The Lion King might have been the last movie that I saw when it was new, mm. you know, before like my long exile of feeling like like I was too old for a Disney movie. Uh, uh, Yeah, The Lion King came out when I was in high school, like upper years of high school. And uh, uh, I I saw it and I fell in love with it. Part of the reason that I fell in love with it is the wonderful music of Elton John. Sure. Uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight and uh, uh, Circle of Life, you know. Uh, I... I, I I love Elton John and yeah I me too yeah I I think everybody loves at least one Elton John song, uh and like that that worked for me but 
and it didn't it didn't hurt that I was uh, in choir at the time, and everybody in choir for their like solo piece auditioned. Can you feel the love tonight? <laughs> you know, like yes, we can. Fine. Or like the people who were uh, a little bit more, you know, having fun with the audition were like Hakuna Matata, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean the songs alone are are you know enough to propel it into my top five. Uh, it's a, it's in my top two, partially because, partially. Let me try that. Let me try that again. It's in my top two, uh, partially just because, I mean, it hit me at the right time as a teenager and, uh, you know, just sort of, oh, this is, I, I think I somehow intuitively knew at the time, this is the last Disney movie I get to enjoy for a while, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> uh, but also, I just, I got it, because it's it's kind of Hamlet, you know, it's it's a little bit okay, Hamlet. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see that. Uh, and uh, I I had I at the time that it came out, I was in acting class. I was deeply immersed in Shakespeare and all that bullshit. And uh, <laughs> uh, I kind of got, oh, okay, this is Hamlet. The, I I get it. This is Hamlet. You know, and I kind of got it on that level. But uh, Hamlet fucking works. You know, like to this day, the format of Hamlet works. And uh, that appealed to me. But even that removed, even the understanding of that removed, if I had seen this as a teenager, the, you know, I still think I would have gotten it. I still think, of oh, Simba likes Nala a lot and is on a quest there. You know, I think that still would have spoken to me at that age. But, I mean, the greater story of a guy, uh, you know, in Simba... Uh, 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 a lion cub who <laughs> goes through great loss and has to battle back from it. Uh, nobody does that as well as Disney. Nobody does that as well. Nobody does loss and recovery as well as Disney. And Lion King was kind of the last one I got to enjoy on that level. And uh, I, I think a large part of why it's so high on my list is that thing of like, oh, this is the last Disney movie I get to like for a long time, you know? Sure, until I, like I, it's, I can see that. Until it's okay for me to like Disney movies again. Right. But also, uh, Elton John, man. Yeah. Those Elton John songs are are phenomenal. And uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I love The Lion King. And I think people, I think people roughly my age just love The Lion King. <laughs> and uh yeah it's interesting how ages come through it because there's a lot of people that will that get stuck in disney eras yeah like only like you know no matter what the new big movie is well it's not as good as lion king or it's not as good as yeah this or you know and that's it's an interesting phenomena that happens yeah so that's yeah yeah just, just thinking about that sorry yeah yeah it's just one of those it, it, i mean I, I i don't have a lot else to say it just it grabbed me at the time, and it stayed with me. I, I I don't know. It's just one of those movies that hit at the right time with the right soundtrack. That's that seems to be always so key with a Disney movie is the soundtrack for me. Anyway, yeah. uh, it it's just a big part. Uh, yeah, it just it just sunk in on all the right levels. So Lion King is at my number two. 
Uh, yeah, see, so hit you at the right time, hit me at exactly the wrong time. Yeah, I could see that. Because we that's that's where our age difference does come in. Yeah. Because I got so sick of everything involving Lion King mm. that I admittedly cannot look at it objectively. Really? Not a big um, Jonathan Taylor Thomas guy? Uh, that has nothing <laughs> to do with it. Um, and I think there are elements I like. I like the Elton John songs. I love Elton John, too. Sure. Um, you know, and It's hard not to. Yeah, it, it really is. Um uh, I mean, you know, Timon and Puma, that's funny. Yeah. I get it. Nathan Lane I, being Nathan and, Lane. Yeah, and I can't remember who, who <laughs> Just played. Just playing Nathan Lane. Yeah, pretty much. That's all he has to do. He yeah, I have no idea who be, was the other guy. Be yeah, Nathan I, Lane. Yeah. I don't know um, the other guy. So I get why people like it, yeah. but... It was just to one of those movies that just it was just so just prevalent in everything and just I just yeah. couldn't escape it and yeah. that has clouded me on it. And I mm. admit that. So I am not a good judge of whether that movie how good it is or how negative it is. I just couldn't stand it. And I don't know I'm sure I've seen it all the way through, but I don't know that I remember seeing it all the way through. I've seen sure. bits and pieces, but I just so I don't know. So you know, y'all love The Lion King, and good for y'all. I'm happy for you. I do not take anything away from it. It's just something I can't I can't get into. Just not for you. Just not for me. But that's okay. You know, that's why we make these lists. It's because, you know, Disney has a little something for everybody. Yeah. You know, and there's, you know, a whole bunch of stuff we could get into that we're not going to tonight. But there yeah. you go. All right, fair enough. Adult Nala was really hot. What is your number one? <laughs> Okay, we're not going to unpack that. No. Um, <laughs> if Look, if we start unpacking the furry <laughs> element of Disney, <laughs> that is a completely different show that uh, way more people are going to listen to. <laughs> so what is your number you, but one? But <laughs> you're still going to get the same amount of emails. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so my number one is purely a selfish number one. Sure. Uh, because I love it. Grew up with it. You did too. And I really hope this is the only match we have. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Robin Hood. My number one is Robin Hood. Nice. Yeah. All right. We so. have an exact match. Cue the uh, clown horn. <laughs> Cue the clown horn. <laughs> I mean, it's really funny, but they, we might want to consider <laughs> something, <laughs> something a little more, you know, a little more regal. And then uh, clown some horn. kind of fanfare. Who knows? I don't know. Um, yeah. We should probably talk about the show any time other than when we're doing the show and <laughs> it, well, it never that comes out. up you know um okay so a lot of people are going what robin hood um oh i i disagree completely i think a lot of people are on board with this see every almost everyone i talk to about have you seen disney's robin hood? have you seen robin hood like yeah i don't i don't get anybody Who's going? Who's who says Udalali with me? Oh, or, oh, bullshit! Bullshit! Well, no, okay, you do, but I don't. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I knew one person in high school who knew it, and she and okay. I would say Udalali sometimes. And I've run into a few people, but um, and I know there's other people out there who dig it, but I yeah. can't find them. I I have a T-shirt that is the Rooster Alan A. Dale that says Udalali Golly What a Day on yeah. it. Yeah, people always talk to me about it. Uh, I, 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 and that might be an age gap too, but yeah, I don't well, know why. Be. Because yeah, it was it, made in like the sixties. Yeah, think. it was made before I was even born. So yeah, I me don't too. understand. Yeah, well, obviously. Well, sure, but I don't understand where the um, ambivalence towards Disney's Robin Hood comes from. Is ambivalence a good word for that? Uh, yeah. Now that I know what you mean by it, yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I don't get it. Um, because I don't either. It's, uh, it, 
Uh, I, I don't. Is it fun and sweet? Yeah. And there's action and adventure. And sure, it's dated. It looks like a. And it's not dated. The story isn't dated. It looks like it's from its time. Yeah. Well, um, sure, a little bit. Yeah. And some people have. I think maybe some people have an issue with it being set in England and most of the accents being. Uh, and there'll be a lot of country accents yeah, in it. A lot of yeah, I mean, so George I think some Cooper people. Lindsay is in it. Yeah. Um, well, and Alan O'Dell is. Um, yeah, Alan. Yeah. Is, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, King of the Road. Roger Miller. Yeah, that's it. Roger Miller. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, yeah. So I get that, but you know, gosh, on a. Listen to me. Gosh, gosh, golly gee. Gosh. Um, on ooh, a lolly. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> on a. Uh, on a day. It is a really nice, pleasant day. Let's say it's like 75. Okay. Outside, slight breeze. Everything's, it's springtime. Everything's in bloom. Yeah. If you don't walk around going, do, 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 Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, it's made for that, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Um, but it's, it's funny. Uh, it's heartwarming. Yeah. There's, you know, the Robin Hood sticking up for the poor. Yeah. I mean, it's a, they do that really well. Yeah. With really good side characters. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's one of those movies that, you know, the fact that it doesn't have more love and more respect just out there and it's not talked about. Maybe it's just not talked about enough. The fact that it's not talked about just is always kind of stuck in my craw a little bit because it's such a cool movie. Yeah, I, I get that. I... Well, again, this might be a little bit of the uh, uh, age divide, I guess. I, 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 I hear it talked about a lot more, I think, than you do. Uh, well, I, you might know more people. Well, <laughs> that's entirely possible, I guess. Uh, it, it just, it, 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 it's surprising to me how often I, I hear people. Well, because I wear that shirt around that says "Udalali Gali What a Day." Mm-hmm. Uh, like people just come up to me and say, oh, "Where did you get that shirt?" You know, uh, and maybe that's just a product of wearing that shirt. Could I don't, be. You know, could be. Uh, but I, I, I just I know a lot of people who love that movie. Uh, I I feel uh, sorry that this is a little bit off color, but I feel like that movie is the reason that furries exist. Uh, it just like <laughs> there's good mm, doesn't. I don't know if I'd say that's the reason, but it's probably... I mean, it helped. It, it, it could hurt, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, all those foxes are good looking. And <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it's, it's... You've been listening to the furry episode of... <laughs> <laughs> there, there is now, canonically, a furry episode <laughs> of Empty Checking the Fab 15. And it's Disney, so that's... And it's, it's a Disney episode. That's so appropriate and inappropriate at the same, at the same time. time. Yes. Yeah, uh, no, I, I I love that movie so much. Like I I I, I probably I, I at least watch it annually. It's probably more than that. Oh yeah, I've seen it at least once a year. Yeah, I I it, it just uh, I mean since I was a kid that just every mm-hmm. aspect of it speaks to me. Uh, when you early on said that you thought people were going to argue with it or argue with you on it or dispute it or whatever you said i was kind of going well it's clearly not robin hood uh, like, okay <laughs> like yeah. my number one is robin yeah, hood no, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I don't run into people but you know like i said i don't have a t-shirt either so sure that could be it yeah i i just um, there's 
so much of that movie that, and well, part of it is just that Robin Hood works. You know, oh, like yeah, Robin, Robin Hood always speaks, like always works. Take from the rich and give to the poor. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want that to happen rich in their lives? Well, okay, <laughs> rich people. <laughs> Who other than rich people? <laughs> oh, nobody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's it, it it's it's just a story that resonates with people like Robin Hood always kind of applies and uh the Disney version is a really adorable really happy version of that and like I remember as a kid like the moments where it turns you know sad and it looks like Robin Hood isn't going to win just be just being like what but 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 he has to come through and the like it's got to be okay right because like <laughs> yeah. you know uh, I remember being that invested you and were, like you were, I, the, you were the little rabbit yeah it's yeah gonna yeah be okay little John right? yes yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I I you know what uh, I went from uh, being Tigger to being Eeyore to being Rabbit to being the little rabbit in go. Robin Hood. That's where we are, <laughs> right. I think. That's okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean... I Fits just, in with the theme. Uh, yeah, you're exactly. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember being that invested as a child, and when I rewatch it now, I'm similar, similarly invested as an adult. Sure. Well, uh, the part that, uh, one of the parts that gets me is uh, when uh, Nottingham takes the blast takes the farthing from the poor box. Yeah. And uh, Friar Tuck just freaks out and goes ballistic on him. Like, that yeah. was for the poor! Yeah. Him. And, it's like, and it's done so well. Yeah. Uh, you know, so yeah, you got I love Friar Tuck light, in that movie. The, the lightness of, of it, of the Disney stuff, um, it's interposed real well. Um, yeah, George Goober Lindsay as, yeah. uh, what, Nutley? Or he's, uh, he was either Nutsy or the other one. Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the other one's name now. I can't um, either. <laughs> he's hysterical. Haven't guy watched that, it this guy year that yet. Plays, uh, who, uh, whoever's playing Prince John. Yeah, is great. Yeah, I don't voice know the voice great. I don't know all the voices. Um, yeah, I don't either. On that one, and uh, Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss is awesome. Uh, yeah, Sir Hiss, the the only snake ever to cross his arms. Yeah, <laughs> in one of the frames of that, and, and it's awesome. Yeah, one of the few. Snakes, you watch, you go, oh, that's fine. That's yeah, yeah. That's, he's okay. Uh, um, yeah, I love that snake. You're right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the songs are good. Yeah. From, uh, you know, the Udalali to the yeah. the phony king of England. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, it's just great. Yeah, Robin Hood, it's classic. I mean, yeah, you can't yeah. say. Um, and I know we left out a bajillion movies. Oh, yeah. I'm, but And there are tons of them that... You know, yeah, you're right. It should be on the list. I yeah, agree, absolutely. But I'm I'm so happy that we had the same number one. That, and the thing that's was, I first. was I was overthinking it too. Yeah, I thought, boy, you know, that's my favorite, but I don't know if I can put it number one because of importance and all those other stuff that I was going through. Yeah, and uh, you know, I was kind of talking out loud as I do when I'm thinking and writing things. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I can put Robin Hood at number one, and my wife said, but it's your favorite. I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, but it's my favorite, isn't it? And she just kind of looked at me. It's like, all right, well, maybe. <laughs> maybe I yeah. need to rethink my approach here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, I, I, I didn't have a question. I didn't doubt it for a moment. That Like, I, I started making this list, and I was like, all right, well, number one is Robin Hood. What comes after that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think <laughs> I had it at two or three originally. Sure. And I finally said, you know what? Nope, I'm putting it on number one. So. Sure. 
I'm glad we did that. Yeah, I'm glad that we matched on that. Uh, you said that there are a bunch of honorable mentions oh, tons. that we can get into. Uh, do you have a handful that you want to bring up? Uh, yeah, so one of them, and again, this is another obscure one. A lot of people have never even heard of it. Yeah. Um, but it didn't make my list because I can't have two bear movies on the same list. A movie called Brother Bear. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Bob and, and Doug show up. That's why it's great. Yeah. Um, so it's a decent story anyway. Again, it's a, this is a story of Native Americans and um, going, again, going, he's going through uh, the process of, you know, becoming a man and all that stuff um, and gets turned into a bear, kind of the same thing that uh, Merida does in Brave. Yeah, like you do. Only it's a different, uh, yeah. So that, well, proving that this, that that story is uh, has a, has resonated upon much of multiple cultures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's uh, two moose in it that are the comic relief, Rut and Took, and they're played by Rick Moranis and Dave Thomas. Yeah. Otherwise known as Bob and Doug McKenzie. And if yeah. you're an '80s movie or a comedy fan, worth seeing just for that. Yep. You know, but it's but it's That's also the only very, reason I saw it. Yeah, but it's but it's actually a really good movie. It's yeah. really good. Um, so Brother Bear, but I mean, you know, Bugs Life. Yeah, Bugs Life That's is on my one. honorable mentions. Um, let me let me think real quick of some other things. Um, some of the newer ones, uh, Racket Ralph was close. Yeah, that was close. But on mine I too. think it's a little bit. The only reason I didn't put Racket Ralph on there is because um, I don't know how long it's going to be relevant. Yeah, I had to explain a few of the video games. Really? To because yeah, like I didn't know who Cuber was. They did after that. Oh yeah, and they I played Cuber when we were on vacation. I found that yeah. you know a little uh, arcade. Um, yeah. Oof. So I don't know how long... <laughs> that made me feel old just now. <laughs> I know. I don't know how long that'll be relevant yeah. or make sense. But I liked Wreck-It Ralph. Um, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph was... It was funny. Yeah, that was good. Sarah Silverman's great in it. Yeah. So there's that one. Um, a lot of people right now are freaking out that we didn't mention Frozen. Yeah. So... Of course. Frozen is good. Yeah. I will say Frozen is good, but it's another one where I think it's gotten so much yeah. attention that it's kind of become just this ubiquitous thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, hey, if you love the movie, that's great. Um, I watched it and I didn't want to like it, but I did. Yeah. You know, so, and I like the yeah. fact that it's the sisters and the... Uh, you know, the handsome young man, or the young man, I don't know how handsome he is, but um, the young man that's there to help really doesn't do a whole lot. Sure. Uh, so <laughs> I enjoy that. Um, so, but that's I thought Frozen, a, Frozen's worth a mention. Yeah. I that's think. accurate portrayal of men in, yes. in the story. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, the whole song, the troll sing, he's a bit of a fixer upper. Like, yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Frozen was on my honorable mentions too. Uh, what else do you have? There's a few more, but I'm trying to think of. What do you? What else do you have? Uh, I've got a few. I mean, a lot of the classics that you just need to mention. Uh, I mean, you know, neither of us had Cinderella, neither of us had Dumbo, which I had. Cinderella was close for yeah. me. I have trouble with Dumbo because I've got ears that stick out, and I got mm -hmm. a lot of that as a kid. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Dumbo. Uh, Fantasia, we've referenced, but it wasn't on either of our that lists. That was on my list um, up until yesterday. It was on and off mine, yeah. Um, and I don't remember what made me decide not to do it. I think I thought of something else and threw it on there. Yeah. Um, but Fantasia, the runner, the origins, in my view, some of the origins of the music video. Yeah. I mean, you know, 
all you need to be said but the animation is fantastic it's, oh it's wonderful it gets a little hard to watch sometimes i think yeah. it gets a little long because yeah. there's too many songs put in or too many non-connected vignettes yeah well I'm, but, and i mean if if you're a kid and you know that you're seeing a disney movie mickey is in one of the songs yeah and that's you know? it and yeah. it's pretty early on too it's yeah like second or third i think yeah you're you're bored by the time they get to uh bald mountain and bald mountain's fantastic it's it's amazing um, scared the hell out of you when you're a kid. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so Fantasia, definitely important. And, yeah, a near miss on, on my end, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else do I have? Um, uh, I mean, neither of us mentioned Bambi. Someone's furious that we didn't mention Bambi. Yeah, I thought about Bambi. Um, you know, everybody knows Bambi. Yeah. Don't really need to talk about it much. I just... I don't think it ages as well as it could have, but definitely, but but a classic. Uh, I also had uh, in my honorable mentions. I had uh, Finding Nemo. Uh, yeah, that that was important to a lot of people, roughly my age, who have kids. Uh, uh, oh, one that uh, one that was on and off and on and off and on. Like it's it's on my list of alternates if I needed one. You mm-hmm. know, is uh, The Incredibles. Yeah, um, The Incredibles is good, but it's such a fantastic four ripoff. Yeah, that's that's sort of what kept it off my. You know, and like I say, I like The Incredibles just fine. Yeah, um, there's parts of it that I think are really good. Yeah, um, I think again, one you know, comedy villain. Yeah, but um, you know, great. You know, um, the whole thing with where's my suit with Frozone? That's yeah, yeah. that's hysterical. Yeah. But it's, I mean, but as soon as it came out, I was like, why are they ripping off? Why is Disney ripping off the Fantastic Four? Yeah. And now I think they might own them. I'm not sure. That <laughs> may be true, actually. Um, yeah, because they own Marvel. They do, but I yeah. think Fantastic Four is actually owned by Fox for movies, so. That might be true. It's you interesting. You might be right about um, that, yeah. So that's why it doesn't come anywhere near my list, but it does, it's not a judgment of it as a movie. It's just, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. It's a pretty big ripoff, do yeah. better. Dump truck of an ass on the mom on the Incredibles. <laughs> well, you know, Holly Hunter in general. I mean, you know, she's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But, they, uh, um, they know what they were doing there. Uh, somebody is also frustrated that we didn't mention Pinocchio. Uh, yeah. Pinocchio, look, I get it. Pinocchio might be the reason that I'm afraid of large bodies of water because of the whale scene. Uh, I, I like I, I actually think that that's why I'm afraid of large bodies of water and the fish that may swallow me. Mm. Uh, like <laughs> Pinocchio fucked me up as a kid, <laughs> and uh, uh, but somebody's mad that we didn't mention that. I, I think the scene that scares most people is the donkey scene in that, but uh, I I I was irreparably <laughs> damaged by the whale scene. I remember seeing. Uh. Pinocchio in the theaters. Sure. When I was a child and being bored out of my mind. Really? I was on the floor playing with whatever little toy mom let me bring in with me. That's interesting. I was so bored. And I don't know that I have been able to make it through since. Hmm. It bored the snot out of me. Hmm. Um, and the uh, the whale scene, I mean, yeah, that was kind of, I thought it was kind of cool, actually, but... Hmm. I just I don't know what about Pinocchio, but I couldn't I couldn't stay with it, hmm. um, and I don't think I've watched it since. Honestly, uh, another one that we've referenced but that didn't make either of our lists was uh, Snow White. Uh, the reason for me on that is it just 
looks like a product of its time. It has that ghostly glow and, mm. you know... It feels it, too. Yeah, yeah. And, like, uh, you know, the old lady with the apple, like, it was scary to me as a kid. And, like, sure. that's my abiding memory. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't get that into Snow White. Uh, neither of us mentioned uh, Tangled, which is a... That is Tessa's other daughter, Tessa. That's yeah. Tessa's favorite. Yeah. Uh, um, that's a good one. It is good. And I did think about it. Yeah. Uh, I just had stuff I liked more. Um, you know, it's the uh, Rapunzel story. Yeah. Um, very well done. Yeah. Lots of fun. Um, some decent songs in it, too. Yeah. Uh, so Tangled, I like. Yeah. Um, just didn't quite make it. Uh, another more modern one I was, I toyed with putting on is Big Hero 6. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, uh, I, I, I sort of didn't circle around to that one even as an honorable mention, but, like, why is it, like, what's, what is it say things? <laughs> I've had. So you've not seen the movie then? You don't know anything about no, it? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. No. So, Big Hero Six, it kind of pulls a switch up on you, which is nice. But um, that's the one with the big, like, kind of amorphous blob robot thing. Yes, right? it's yeah, a rob. Okay. It's a part robot, part schmoo. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, so that's, that's what good. it is. Yeah. Um, and it's. Again, I feel like I wanted to see that at the time, and I just didn't. Yeah. Now, Mike. Kids loved it when they were little. Now they're talking about how cringe it is, so I'm not sure. sure why it's cringe at this point. Because they're teenagers. <laughs> That's probably it. Yeah. Um, but it's set in a city that is... Uh, I can't remember the, what they call it now, but it's part like Los Angeles and part Tokyo, so it's a kind of this mix of... Los things. Tokyo. Something like that. Um, <laughs> Tokyo Angeles. And that might not be the exact, but it's something very similar to that. Yeah. So um, San Francisco, Tokyo, maybe? I don't know. Tokangelis. Um, I don't know. Tokangelis. It's not, but okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, and it deals with loss. Uh, kids are scientists and loses his older brother. Sure. Um, has the robot to go through, and then there's a Japanese gang. Chinese? Japanese? I don't know which it is, and I feel bad about yeah, that. Yeah. I really should clear that up. Yeah. But there's, uh, you know, crime gangs with kabuki makeup. Mm-hmm. coming after them, you know, so there's like kung fu stuff and there's adventure stuff and there's robot stuff. Um, and Baymax is the robot. He's pretty funny. Sure. Um, so <laughs> it's a, it's a cool, cute movie. I didn't, um, but yeah, it seems like that's kind of just died down and gone away for some reason. So yeah, I'm not sure. It seemed like it was the thing to watch for a while. For a long and time. Then, and then yeah. it seemed kind of has pooped out. So I'm not sure exactly where that came from, but I enjoyed the movie. I haven't seen it for a while, and that's probably why, because I didn't, why I didn't make my list is because I didn't really go back and rewatch it, but I remember enjoying it quite a bit, so. Um, so, yes, yeah, so Big Hero 6 is another one I wanted to mention. Right on. From the newer stuff. Um, uh, Lady couple, and the Tramp. Oh, Lady and the Tramp is one that I was about to mention. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say a few that just spoke to me that I might not expect. Lady and the Tramp. Uh, Fox and the Hound in the same kind of category. That's a good one. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas is another one. I always forget that that's Disney. Yeah, that might be adjacent. one that they like purchased retroactively it's, or something. Yeah, just Disney adjacent. But yeah, um, no, I. It's okay. I mean, I'm. It's not my cup of tea, but it should be. But it's not. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, the last one that I want to mention that I I I think early on in this. Show we've been recording for seventeen hours. Yeah, uh, but I, I think early on in the show I said something like there was one 
that I thought was going to be on my list that I rewatched and it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Legend of the Black Cauldron. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Black Cauldron, I thought was going to be on my list because I had great memories of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. And preparing for this list, I rewatched it and I didn't finish it. Yeah. I got probably like 40% of the way through the. Like, I know I didn't make it to 50. But I think I made it to like 40%. And I just went, I cannot keep watching this. Because like so much of it, like it's clearly Lord of the Rings. Right. Like they wanted to make Lord of the Rings down to the point where I know that the Peter Jackson Lord Lord of the Rings movies came out after Black Cauldron, obviously. Sure. Uh... Like, there's a character in that who is the Gollum character that clearly Andy Serkis owes Disney money because hmm. he just copied the voice. Interesting. Like, it's, 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 it's one-to-one. It is, like, there is no difference between, like, what they did in Black Cauldron, Andy Serkis did in Lord of the Rings. And I love Lord of the Rings more than I love most things. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know so, it's been a long time since I've tried to sit and watch yeah. it, but I remember it just being a slog. I tried so hard. I have really good memories of that as a kid. I saw that in theaters when I was a kid. There's not, there's not a ton of Disney movies that I've seen in theaters uh, for whatever reason, but I saw mm-hmm. Black Cauldron in theaters, or in a theater, I guess, not plural, uh, when I was <laughs> a kid, and uh, I, I, I saw that. Uh, I, I don't know if you were there or not, but I know that Grandma Brink was there uh, because I remember driving home with with her in her car and her and you talking to her about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I was there. I remember okay, that. there you go. Uh, so I I remember seeing that as a kid and being kind of taken with it and being kind of like, oh, this that that was really cool and it was different and you know, all that stuff and like, I went into it as an adult thinking, well, that was. A very different movie for Disney at the time, and I'm sure that that's going to be in my honor- I mean, on my list, if not in my honorable mentions. But I'm sure that's going to be on my list. I like that, that. That that was a great movie, and that was so different and so edgy and so dark. And I watched it, you know, a few weeks ago and went, well, uh, "This is nowhere near the Fab 15. This w- yeah. if we did a Fab 50, I don't think this would hit it." Yeah, because yeah, no, it just it seems was... so derivative, and when it made sense, it seemed derivative. I was going to say, more than that, it's boring. Yeah. Um, even more than I mean, I can take a ripoff. Yeah. Um, but I'm, it's... I'm so sorry to somebody who that's their favorite Disney yeah, movie. Yeah, it's just... But you're wrong. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to get through. I mean, yeah. as a kid, I didn't like it. I tried to watch it years later. It's like, this is bad. Yeah. I do remember... Um, at one point, I don't know if I've ever told you this, when I was young, I wanted to be a movie critic. Okay. So, which maybe, maybe makes sense for what we're doing Yeah, now. that checks out. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I used to read every movie review I could find. Sure. Um, I loved Roger Ebert, but I would like the, the local guys and everything. Yeah. I remember they did a dual review of Black Cauldron and Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> All right. And said one is an example of how to make a movie for all ages and the other one is not. And guess which one was not? Black Cauldron. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. I was a little afraid that that might have gone the other way. <laughs> no, that, no, that would be, um, that would lose all credibility. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Roger Ebert, you're wrong. Well, that wasn't Roger Ebert, that was a oh, local guy. Okay. Sorry. So, um, 
But anyway, um, yeah, so I agree with that. The other, other ones I think are worth mentioning um, of the new stuff, I thought Moana was pretty good. Um, yeah, Moana, uh, that's one that I haven't circled around to Not yet. great, yeah. but good. Sure. Um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, Monsters, Inc., what do you think? Monsters, Inc. is one that I, ex- I accidentally skipped over just now. Yeah, okay. that, that would have been on my honorable um, mentions. Yeah, I mean, I liked it fine. Yeah. I think it got a little bit more popular than it deserved to be. Sure, but Billy Crystal, man. Billy Crystal, you know... Um, it's fine. I like Monsters Inc. Okay, it's just not it's not Fab Fifteen worthy in my sure. eyes. But I know a lot of people like it. Sure. Uh, don't see the sequel if you haven't. It's just that'll just wreck it for you. Yeah, um, I don't think I've Monsters seen the University. Anything. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's that's a no. But uh, the original was good. Uh, the other one that we probably need to discuss just because it's pretty new and people love it is Encanto. Have you seen that one yet? I haven't yet. No. Okay, so I know that there's a big deal about Bruno. Yeah, we don't talk about that. And not talking about him. Yeah, yeah don't talk, don't, shush. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry. So Sorry, um, everybody, I mentioned Fight Club. Wow. Yeah. So, Encanto, the music is fun, uh-huh. um, and I'm not a Lin-Manuel Miranda fan, but the music is fun. Music sure. is good, animation's good, interesting story, everybody loves this movie, and I can't quite get there. Hmm. Um there's about a magical family, the family of Madrigal, who sure. wind up with all have the different magic, a different power or a different trait or whatever you want to call it. Uh-huh. Um, so they introduced like about eight billion members of the family, or it's not that many, but you know what I mean. There's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. ton of, and then uh, most of them get introduced and then just disappear. So there's sure. a, I, to me there was a lot of missed opportunity for more character development and more fun. Uh, times to be had within the family. I think it wrapped up very, very quickly. Okay. Too much, too quickly uh, for my taste. I think if that movie could have been, and then seldom I say make a movie longer. Sure. But if that could have been 10, 15 minutes longer, um, we'd have had a serious contender for the list. Okay. But couldn't quite get there for me. I know everybody loves it, and I like it too. I've seen it. Um, the girls, when they were sharing a room, used to play the soundtrack to that nightly to go to sleep by to where I even the songs I didn't like I knew I knew by heart at that <laughs> point um so you know a lot of people are like you know think that's the best new one and I agree it's really it's got a lot of good elements to it but not quite there so I think we've covered most things at this point um to give yeah. the reasons why they are or not on the list and again you know your list is your list and it's no better or worse than ours it's just everybody has their own so yeah. You know, don't come at us too hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, also Cars and Ice Age and Lilo and Stitch and uh, whatever. Lilo and Stitch, that was another one that was almost on my list. Yeah. And um, whatever else you like. Somebody out there loves Pocahontas despite the historical inaccuracies. It's uh, not a bad, it is very inaccurate, but it's not a bad movie, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lilo and Stitch, I forgot. I loved, I loved Lilo and Stitch when it came out. Well, you love Stitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Lilo's all right. She's she's good. She listens to Elvis a lot. You know? Sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Elvis, nothing wrong go. with that. Nothing um, wrong with that. Kevin McDonald's in it too. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lilo point. Such a what was the other one you just mentioned? Uh, <laughs> I turned the page. Oh, Hang sorry. on. Uh, I said Cars. Yeah. No. And I said Ice Age. Anyone? Uh, cars is wrong. Ice, <laughs> Ice Age. Uh, no. No cars. Um, Ice Age is okay. 
Uh, yeah, so we've got an interesting Fab 15 here. We've got a few, uh, we've got a few spaces to, to, to fill here. Yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, I, I almost wish we could just fill it in with entirely honorable mentions because we had a lot there. Looking at our two lists, we have seven in common. Which might be the lowest number we've ever had in a Fab 15. Which I think actually speaks to the power of Disney. Yeah, we've got eight spaces to fill, which is really four per list, so that's not too bad. Yeah, that's not terrible. But uh, the ones that we have in common are Ratatouille, or Rat-Tat-Tooie, depending on how you choose to pronounce it. Uh, I I say Ratatouille. So uh, Ratatouille, Toy Story, uh, Beauty and the Beast, uh, Winnie the Pooh, Aladdin... Wally and Robin Hood, which right. was our number one. Yeah, like we both had number one was Robin Hood. Uh, spoiler alert for what's going to be number one. Uh, <laughs> that's that's where we are. We've got those seven in common, so we've got four each. Okay. Uh, so I've ideally I pick four from your list and you pick four from mine. Okay, that's fair. I I think looking at your list, I think I have my four. That I would be okay with being on the list. Okay. From your from your fifteen that aren't on mine. Uh, one hundred and one Dalmatians Fair. would have been on my list, like it was an alternate. Mm-hmm. So I, I I'm okay with that. Uh, another one that I I I think you're right about, and that was close to being on my list is uh, Sleeping Beauty. With you there. Uh, another one that you said that I, I think, you know, I, I, I saw and I liked, uh, Zootop- Zootopia. hmm And the other one I haven't seen, but I really want to see, and some things you said made me want to see it more, is Brave. Yeah, and I think, um, and that's a sleeper, but I think it's, uh, I think it deserves to be on there. So those are the four from your list. Okay, that, um, unless there's one on your list that you really want to argue for, those are the four. Um, I would the pick ones that yours. I think I would have argued the hardest for, I think, are on there. I okay. think you, you picked. Okay. So um, if you have four from my list, we're kind of done. I'm working on it. Let's see. <laughs> uh, I think Little Mermaid should be on there. Okay. Uh, Inside Out definitely, because I was like, oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Um, I think what you said about Alice in Wonderland convinced me on that one. I think that should be on there. Okay. Because it's uh, I know it was early on, but. Um, thinking through it, it's more iconic than I gave it credit for. Okay. And I guess I should throw the rest of the world a bone <laughs> and do Lion King. Okay. I'm not a fan of it, but I get it, so. Okay, we've landed on a Fab 15. Uh, at least a preliminary list. This is in no particular order at this point. Uh, we have these 15, uh, what, seven? Was it seven or eight? It was, uh... Seven we agreed on. Yeah, seven in common, and then the rest we kind of worked out afterward. Uh, so the ones that we had in common, you hit, and then we hit the rest of them. Here's the 15. Ratatouille... Toy, which, by the way, was always on my list. Absolutely. Uh, Ratatouille, Toy Story, Beauty and the Beast, Winnie the Pooh, Aladdin, Wall-E, Robin Hood, 101 Dalmatians, Brave, Sleeping Beauty, Zootopia, 
Alice in Wonderland, The Little Mermaid, Inside Out, and The Lion King. Those are the 15 that we've agreed upon. That's a really good list. <laughs> That's a fun list to watch. Yes. Uh, all that considered, what we had as our joint number one was Robin Hood. Do you still think that that's number one or is there something that should take precedence over that? Cause I, I, I still think it's number one. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, there are other lists or lists, other movies on the list that may be a little more important and maybe a little more popular, but sure. If we're going by gut feeling, yeah, you got to go with the heart. And we're going with the heart, then yeah, Robin Hood, absolutely. Okay, so our number one is Robin Hood. Uh, I'm very happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I love that we both had that individually as our number one, because, I, I mean, checkmates at home, we don't consult on our lists before we get in the room and start recording the show. Yeah, no, all we so, do is lay out rules. Yeah. And then occasionally retext each other. Is this the rule? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we just both, by the sheer will of God, had Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. God ordained this. We had we both had Robin Hood as our number one, Disney's Robin Hood with the foxes and whatnot. How could it be anything else when we both we had an exact match on our number one? Yeah. You know, so that that remains our number one is Robin Hood, which that's that's pretty cool. I like that. I like how that worked out. Uh, I've been I've been looking forward to doing this for a long time. I've been looking forward to just talking about Disney stuff and having fun talking about Disney stuff, and uh, looking at you know the differences in just some of the stuff that you've seen that I wouldn't have seen because you have kids and I don't, you right. know, and just the stuff that uh, it, it's just sort of. I mean, every Disney movie is just kind of pure fun. And it's just sort of interesting to have two people come in and like, here's what I have fun with. Oh, yeah, well, here's what I had fun with. And right. Like, it's all just a fun conversation. And I've I've had a lot of fun talking about this. This was a good time. Uh, Dave, before we sign off, do you have any uh, final remarks or anything that you want to say that hasn't been said yet? I don't believe so. I think we've pretty well covered it. Um, so... You know, thanks for having me back on the on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I look forward to the next one. Yeah, always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the next one too, and I don't even know what it is yet, but yeah, it we'll, is your turn to pick. We'll figure that out and probably next week and then get to working on lists. Yeah. Sounds good. So it's usually every couple of weeks we get this together and yeah, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, it's your turn to pick okay. is all I know. Gotcha. Uh, so Checkmates at Home, thank you uh, very much for listening i hope you had as much fun as we did maybe even a little bit more who knows i don't know your life uh but <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this thanks so much for hanging in there and for you know making time for this show that really means a lot to me i should tell you i'm going to give you two weeks between episodes anytime we do a fab 15 it's going to be two weeks after the fab 15 because they tend to be a little bit longer i'm going to give you a little bit more time to listen and catch up and if you listen to this all in one day in one sitting, if that's what you do for your job or what have you, uh, well, that's not what you do for your job, but if that's what you do during your job, if this helps you get through your workday, uh, God bless you, but I'm going to give you a couple of weeks to kind of get through a Fab 15, and if you uh, if you need to catch up on other stuff, you can, you know, but there's there's going to be a two-week break in between episodes here. 
So uh, uh, I hope you had a lot of fun with this, and I hope you have a lot of fun with it next week as well, because we won't be back until the week after that. But uh, thank you so much for, for being here. really means a lot to me. Uh, I'm going to say the usual stuff that I say, and anytime I have a guest on the show, I say that uh, I'm speaking only for myself, but I have a feeling that Dave would co-sign on a lot of this. Dave, would you co-sign a lot, on a lot of this? Sure. On all of it? Yes. Okay, there we go. So I speak for both of us. Uh, folks, please, uh, in the face of whatever medical needs that we have right now, please continue to remain happy, healthy, and safe. Please remember that black lives matter, that LGBTQIA plus rights are human rights, that women's rights are human rights, and that I shouldn't have to tell you any of that. And checkmates, be good to each other, be good to yourself, forgive each other, and forgive yourself. And while you're doing all that, check us out next time. You know I'm gonna say Udalali.